0: I'm Clayton Henry and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. And I draw great stuff.
1: And happy Hanukkah. Uh Midwanza. Yeah, it's the 26th. Oh, Oh, Hanukkah started today. Yes, it did. Oh, happy Hanukkah. Thanks, bro.
2: Happy my Hebrew, my Dave, yeah, he, my Hebrew. My, he <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Hebrew.
3: That's awesome. Incredibly oh, oh, boss awesome. Boss. His boss. His boss. Oh, uh, my boss is also he's, he's, he's definitively atheist, though, so he doesn't really associate
1: with the I the last thing, was the last My I tend to only go into synagogue when it's a wedding or a funeral. Um, and the only time I really it is is when i recite the blessing over over the candles on on the menorah and hanukkah so i mean i don't i don't do jack for passover or for passover or um or or yom kippur or anything so rosh hashanah even though i'm i'm a new year's baby when i when i was born rosh hashanah fell that week but um yeah although renee does want to go to um to the reform temple that's uh up the street from us. So we've been here almost a decade. I've never been into the temple over here, but we might finally just wander in one day. Like Jews did.
2: <laughs> a little
3: baruch, a baruch atai, uh, and all that good stuff. Can you hit that
2: up? <laughs> That's it, baby. It's good to have tradition. Traditions are good. I like them. That's
3: right. Yeah. Oh, it's Christmas time too. My house is so freaking festive right now. My, uh, my wife is having her annual, uh, P- christmas party with the ladies so I, my house is full of ladies right now and it's uh all jazzed up there's like eight thousand things of fresh garland and poinsettias everywhere it's awesome God.
2: love it oh my cold black heart can't christmas! take it the
1: um you asked jason what renee is getting as a tattoo
3: well, Did no, I I, 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 I didn't ask because I assumed oh, it was no, a, no. Pic- well, a picture of Vince and I embracing.
1: <laughs> embracing? Yes, that's it.
2: Maybe right, just uh, the Vince.
1: Right, right, right in the belly button so it gets you all. The, uh, ah. it's, um, actually we, she has you to thank for it, Jason, because it is, uh, I said it was going to be something scrolly and it's the scroll you have on either side of the fireplace in your great room. Really? I, t- I sent her a picture of the scrolls. I says you have to check this scroll out that, that that they have on on the wall here. And she says, "That's fucking awesome." She goes, "I think I found my tattoo." And I forgot that she said that. And she reminded me tonight on the ride home. Well, hot damn! Right? That is awesome. That is cool. Now, where's she getting it? That we haven't decided on yet. She was like, "Where it? Actually, uh, no. Okay. We did when she said that. Um, when she said, "Where should I get it?" I thought she was talking about her body. It's going somewhere on her arm. Um, but she actually. That's meant, what I meant.
3: I meant yeah. exactly. Yeah,
1: that, that's, that's what I thought she meant. And, and, but, uh, I, um, before I say, I thought we were, you were getting it on your arm. She goes, should, should we go down route six? Should we go to, to, up to Dutch's? Should we go to Dobbs Ferry? I'm like, Oh, you mean a parlor? Which one should we go to? But,
2: uh, yeah. see, I thought route six was a euphemism. Should <laughs> we go, should we go down route six? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. We're going down it. Like, to
1: me because <laughs> I,
3: oh, I, I would not, I mean, See, for me, a man, I would not just, like, if I didn't have a specific artist completely in mind and confident in the work, that would be, like, the first step, not the last. Like, how do you like, how is she going to know that the person's right?
1: Yes, you're absolutely right. And and we'll have to, um, she did, she did do some she contacted a, uh, a tattooer a few years ago. He was up in, um, in, in Poughkeepsie and, uh, because she wants to know, listen, I, I need to know how good people are with, um, with darker skin tones, basically. And cause, she, and, and she would do, she would, she would search the artist. Like, like she'd go, you know, Fusion Inc. and, and see, you know, what Stringer's Posse does and, and just see how many, how many black people and people of color they, they actually tattoo to see just how it will show up. And, um, so, so that is, she is, she is doing her research, but it's not, um, I mean, and there's, there's a dude in Dobbs Ferry who did my brother. I don't know if he's still, um, if he's still there. Big Joe and Sons is huge. They're in Mount Vernon. They're in White Plains. They're, they, they do have a, um, a parlor on Route 6. So she does, she does the research as far as, you know, customer reviews and, and, and the Yelp and things like that. So she's not, she's not going, she, we're not just walking in and, and going, yeah, I think this guy will do good. It's just, um, so yeah, no, she's, she's smart about it because Stringer's not going to be up here for a while and, um. Yeah. It's just it is very um it's not yeah we're not we're not just spinning the bottle on this. Cool.
3: Well I'll tell you the uh I I have a I'm I'm a, it's a guilty pleasure but I watch Ink Master. You know the reality show? The the tattoo. Is that
1: the one by uh, Dave Navarro?
3: Yeah, Dave Navarro is the host okay. exactly. So uh I am admittedly addicted to it even though I know it, a lot of people groan at it I do find it fascinating. But the thing that I find most fascinating about it is that These are, look, I'm sure, like with anything, a lot of the very best tattoo artists aren't gonna do a show like this because they're already great tattoo artists and they don't need, they don't need the exposure. But by all accounts, I mean, these are supposed to be people that are reasonably accomplished and many of them have been tattooing for 10, 15, 20 years, right?
1: Right. And
3: they're competing much like – like I view the show, David, like you and I view Top Chef where they're not famous yet but they're supposed to be incredible at their job, right? Okay. You know know how in Top Chef, I mean, it's not like – like HGTV Food Network star, people are sometimes barely – good; they can barely cook but it's more about the personality but Top Chef – they're really supposed to be phenomenal chefs, right? So because I look at Ink Master like, in the same... What's that?
1: No, it's because they pretty much all have the same goal. They want to own their own place. They want to be at the top of their game. But yes, I I, I know exactly what you mean.
3: Yes, yeah, so, so, right. So so I look at Ink Master the same way. And with that in mind, what baffles me is how many shit tattoos these people do on, yeah. the, oh, yeah. on the show. I mean, and they get shredded by the by the judges. And But I think to myself... There are people, I mean, these aren't practice things. They give real people real tattoos every week as part of this competition. And I just would think uh, some of these are so disastrous and that must happen a lot more than it doesn't. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like more people must get bad tattoos or ones that are not thrilled with than get ones they love, I think. I,
1: I, I think, I think you're right. It's, you really, and you probably have the dude who goes to that, that tattoo artist and isn't, knows the guy does good shit. Maybe it just wasn't a good looking tattoo, good placement, good whatever, but I, I don't know. It's, yeah, I, I, uh, you definitely kind of have to go to, we used to watch, um, LA Inc., which was a spinoff of Miami Inc. It was the one with Kat Von D yeah. and, and, um, it, it was a little bit too of, reality yeah, showish.
3: One of the judges is on that.
1: It was on the show. LA Inc. Oh, cool. Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And you know what happens a lot more than it doesn't? What? 11 o'clock comments? because this is it. Episode 347. God. Yes, and I am Vince B. You are Vince B. I am David best, A. Yes. You,
1: really? Really, Price because, you know, it's, you, you've been awfully quiet today, at least. Yesterday, you were kind of chatty. You were near the computer, everything. But anyway, I'm David A. Price.
3: Indeed you are. And coming at you like a nightmare... From the Shaolin Temples, I am Sho Kusugi.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yo, no, you're not Sho Kasugi. You're fast like him, though. Woo! You are Jason Wood, everybody.
3: What's up? Dude, did you watch those movies, though? Yes, I did. I f- loved those ninja movies when I was a kid. I loved all of them.
2: And you know what? The great thing about the those old crappy ass Chopsaki movies, you can get DVD collections that have like a hundred movies on them. I'm overestimating, but let's just say fifty movies for like six bucks, and they're all terrible quality. The prints are horrible, but that's the way you want to watch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the 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 dubbing is off, or it's it lags. That's even better when it lags. I love those movies. Yeah, I got ton, I can hook you up. Nice. Got tons of ones. Plus, I download a lot of them. <laughs> like a mofo. But you know what? You know where you don't have to download your stuff? Where? Discount comic book service, cause they'll send real physical copies of these things. Oh, hell. What happened there? What'd you do? I think we lost Jason. No! Yep. Gonna be the episode from hell, because Jason, just let you in on a little behind the scenes, uh, knowledge, knowledge. Jason's having internet problems. This week. So, he's gonna be popping in, popping out. Or we may just start over again. Who knows? I'm back. Yes, he's better back. Do I sound better? You do. I switched to our new five
3: gigahertz channel nice. network because it should be cool. clean. Nothing else should be attached to it. So
2: okay, means nothing to you? I, no, that means awesome to me. I'm just wondering why you didn't do that in the
1: first <laughs> because part. by no. default it doesn't do the five. Yeah, oh,
2: we we really. I've always had
3: well, not always, but for a number of years I've had a dual band. Uh, router, but it, it, the 5G, the 5 gigahertz always had really weak signal upstairs. So I just got to never using it and I just got a new repeater. Uh, and now the 5 gigahertz channel shows five bars all the time, just like the base 2.4. But I haven't just out of habit, I haven't put anything else on the 5 gigahertz yet. So I'm going to, I'm going to try it tonight. and, And if that does the trick, then we'll keep this as the podcasting channel. (laughs)
2: <laughs> nice uh, and uh, well I'm totally bamboozled here DCBS <laughs> di- discount comic book humana, humana. service DCBService.com where you can get your books and get them cheap and get them fast and delivered right to your door they have an amazing array of specials such as from Dark Horse we got a 5 issue mini series by one of the best comic artists ever and I say that with the utmost confidence, because many will agree with me. Richard Corbin has a series called Rat God uh number one is solicited this month from Dark Horse. Cover price is four bucks, not your price. Your price is only a dollar ninety nine if you go through d c b s from image, it's the big old return of spawn. This is a one shot which will lead into the ongoing. This is called Spawn Resurrection. Written by Brian Wood, Jason's co- uh, cousin, artist is John Boy Myers. Uh, Image, of course, publishes it. They keep it at a respectable two ninety nine, but if you go through DCBS, you get it for a dollar forty nine. What is it? Nineteen eighty seven? What was it? Eighty seven, eighty eight? Were they a dollar fifty? Whatever. From Marvel, remember that great uh, Spider Gwen issue of the Spider Verse? Well, it's an ongoing now. Written by Jason Latour and drawn by Robbie Rodriguez. Amazing stuff. Cover price three ninety nine. Your price? What? A dollar ninety nine. That's fifty percent off. They don't mind late orders, they don't mind order editions, and you can get your previews for less than a dollar. That is so sweet. DCB They're the best. The absolute best. best. It's true. I think we should um swing this Valiant promo around next week. Cause nobody wants to listen to me for more than five minutes. Uh, The Valiant First Look is out there. What is it? Well, it's a preview of uh, the Valiant Next initiative. A uh, bunch of new books. They're trying to keep the line fresh and keep it new and keep it upbeat and, uh, by massive war. Have you seen the previews for, uh, the next, uh, arc in Exo Manowar? Oh my goodness. Whew, it looks amazing, <laughs> but 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 in this book you're going to see Evar Timewalker, number one by Fred Van Lente and Clayton Henry, which ships in January. You're going to see Divinity number one. That's another one of those four issue prestige minis with the upscale production values. That's by Matt Kent and Trevor Harrison. That comes out in February. Imperium number one by Joshua Dysart and Doug Braithwaite, also in February. Ninjak David's favorite by Matt Kent and Clay Mann comes in March. And Bloodshot Reborn by Jeff Lemire and Miko Suwayan. Am I saying that right? Sure. That comes in April. But you could see all of them right now by downloading this first look thing at Comicsology, Comics Plus, Madefire, and DriveThruComics.com. And we hope that you have taken the bite on the Valiant number 1 because it is amazing and it's out there. I think it came out two weeks ago, last week, whatever. You can get it. Go to your comic shop, go to DCB service. They'll be glad to hook you up. It is amazing. No dignity, no doubt. Valiant's on the rise. Love it. I'm so proud. Aww. Cause you're being proud and junk. I am proud. You know why I'm proud also? Because I'm drinking something that's not yingling for a change.
3: Good, good, good on you.
2: Yes. I'll probably screw the, the name of this company, but that's okay. Uh, it's the Trogs. Independent Craft Brewery, T-R-O with the umlaut E-G-S. Is that Trogs or Troggs? Uh, I'd say Trogg,
3: but I don't know for sure.
2: Okay, Troggs. It's called the Hopback Amber Ale, and it is semi-hoppy. Not as hoppy as I hoped, but it's very tasty, which balances it out, and I'm having fun with it. Excellent. Good on oh, you, sir. For real. Mm.
1: What about you, Jason?
2: I am drinking
3: some marble cake, uh... It's a it's a blend. It's a it's an Australian wine, and it is the 2012 blend, which is 59 percent Cab Sauvignon and 41 percent Shiraz. Huh.
2: It's, What's the name of that cake? Marble, marble
3: cake. cake. Let, let wow. them eat cake.
1: And I like that it's a blend because it's got the. It's called marble, so it, I, I like that. Hmm. Exactly. And David, what about you? Uh, I finished off a bottle of the, um, dreaming tree crush during dinner. So now I am sipping on my, uh, old standby Redwood Creek Merlot.
2: Hello. Hello. Nice. You know what I want to talk about? What you want to I'm talk sure about? I'm sure there's many things you want to talk about. I do. I have a lot on my, my list. Before there. you do that? Oh yes. We forgot. I'm so
1: stupid. You're not stupid. You're anxious, which is a good thing. I
2: am. But, uh, I
1: will. I'll, I'll, I'll let you recover and run with it. Go for it.
2: Oh, tis it the season, right? Yes. For gift, for gift giving and gift getting and I done got some gifts. Um, great friend of the show, awesome human being, Hassan, uh, gifted me the Vampirella Archives volume eight. Nice. Yes. Listen to this. The, I, I always love to read the lineup of, of artists that participated in the Warren publishing because we like to heap it on EC as being one of comics greatest companies, uh, in terms of, um, the, the quality of their, uh, writing and art. And, and rightly so. EC was a great company, but I don't I got to give it up to Warren. Warren had a lot of great people working for him. The artists in this volume, uh, Vincente Al- Alcazar, Aurelian's in here, Luis Bermijo, Howard Chaikin, Jose Gonzalez, Jeff Jones, Esteban Moroto, Gonzalo Mayo, Jose Ortiz, Leopold Sanchez, Ramon Torrance, and Zazar. But I'm leaving one guy out because it's my segue. There is a um, uh, there was a time when Warren tried to up his circulation by including color stories in the in the issues, and there is a color story in here called Bowser. Uh, written by Jan Strinad, but it was illustrated by Richard Corbin. And if you've been uh, listening to me, I'm getting the eerie and the creepy archives, and uh, they don't seem to have uh, any uh, tendrils into the Vampirella stuff. So if you love Richard Corbin, this Vampirella archives is the only place you're going to get the reprint of this Bowser story. <laughs> So it complements my, my other archive collections very well. And you do know how I love Richard Corbin. Sweet. Yes. So, uh, Hassan, thank you. It was much too generous. Um, but very much appreciate it. And I'll be probably talking about it, uh,
1: soon. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, Hassan was also kind enough to, um, send me a few things, uh, digitally. He, um, I didn't realize the book came out. He mentioned it to me first and then last week Jason talked about it. So I now was doubly interested, but he, uh, via comicsology, he, uh, I received the Teen Titans Earth 1 graphic novel or volume 1 graphic novel and the, uh, and then a bunch of, um, one of my favorite series from the, uh, from the 80s, Batman and the Outsiders, um, by Mike W. Barr. And there are a couple issues here with art by, uh, Jim Aparo and all of them, I, I vividly remember the covers. I remember going to the stationery store and buying the issues. He sent me 16, 19 and 20 are all drawn by Jim. And then this was, uh, this just blew me away because I love these issues just, just looking at them. Uh, issues 22, 23, 24, 25 and 26. And 27, 26 and 27 are, are two of my favorites because they, they go up against, um Cobra with a K and, and, uh, 27 has Batman facing Cobra in space and, uh, and the outsiders in the background. But these are all penciled by Alan Davis and, uh, it's just, I cannot wait to, uh, to just, I think I'm going to push aside some of the new stuff and, and reread these because I am, so looking forward to it i have the first showcase when when dc first started releasing the batman and the outsider showcase um that was a bunch of years ago and and that's pretty much the last time i read any um for a while and and uh, now i'm stoked to uh to get back to it. so thank you very much Hassan
2: i have never asked you but i've always wondered what is it about Batman and the Outsiders that you love so much?
1: Uh it's a couple of things. One, um, I was there at the, on the ground floor. Um, new series, a okay. um, bunch of new characters where I didn't have to uh know so much about, you know, Katana was new, Force was new, um they brought in older characters like Metamorphone, Black Lightning. So it was it was a, it was a Crazy group. It was, it was a, it was one of the most Marvel-like DC groups. um, considering the diversity and, and, and just the different personalities. With Halo and, and, and Katana becoming friends, it was very much like, uh, like Kitty and Storm. It was just, it, it kind of scratched a few itches. There was, um the, the art. I, uh, a big fan of, uh, still am of Jim Aparo. The, uh, but it was, it was a Batman book where, and this, I mean, back then they didn't cross over and you didn't have to read Batman and detective to, to follow a story. But, um, it was kind of like mine because I was there from the beginning and then they had the crossover with the Teen Titans, mm-hmm. um, where Jim did one cover and then Perez did the other cover and it, it, um, and because I was reading the Teen Titans at the time, also it just uh there was some nice continuity there. It um, it was mostly the characters. I thought Geo Force before he, he he got the stupid green and yellow with the GF on his <laughs> chest. I, I enjoyed just like Wolverine, he's best in in the brown and tan where um which is the the look that that Tara lifted. Um, the uh, I, I I I dug the the origin stories. Yeah, I mean the whole the, the whole. Reason for this book was that, well, business-wise, I'm not talking about, but as far as storyline goes, um, Lucius Fox was on assignment, was 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 taking care of some white Enterprise business in Markovia. Um, there was a uh, a coup. Lucius was stuck there. Batman wanted to get his friends back, and and all of a sudden out of Justice League is like, well, that's. We're not getting involved in the politics and, and we can't just interfere and, and let the people deal with this. And he's like, i just like, fuck this. I'm out. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna find, I'm gonna just go get my friend to help with the Justice League. I quit. And, uh, it was just, it, it was, it was self-contained initially, but that first issue, what you, whatever you, you're there from the beginning and you're just moving forward with that you didn't have to find out who these other characters were to get to where they were going in Markovia or anything. I just, um, because of how old i was and and what else i was reading it
2: kind of just came along at at just the right time right now was batman and the outsiders the first monthly ongoing that complemented the batman detective books i think i think it was wasn't it because we had batman family but that wasn't a monthly that was like i think there was maybe four or six years well well
1: Batman and the Outsiders took the place
2: of Brave
1: and the Bold, which was pretty much a Batman team-up
2: book. Yeah, I always forget about Brave and the Bold. Really? I always do. I you know, that and World's Finest. The, the, those oh wow! Like oh, yeah, because I, I never read them. Oh, ever? Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved uh, World's
1: Finest when it was dollar
2: and and you had
1: it was an anthology.
2: That's my favorite. It took Crisis to bring me into DC which is weird cuz I like Jason I was a Marvel child for many many years and then when crisis blew up I was like I think I should give this stuff a shot and that's when I jumped on all the DC books so pre-crisis I have you know not to, I mean swamp thing yes I like or house of mystery those books yeah I know but the the uh the superhero books pre-crisis I have that's a huge blank spot for wow. me wow
1: so no all-star yeah. squadron
2: um no okay no unfortunately i i should bone up on those huh oh, a little
1: well, bit it's they um they were over time i mean they're not uh i i i read a lot of all-star squadron i enjoyed the last days of the justice society where they um just looped through ragnarok um against hitler and the spirit of destiny the um the Spirit
2: Destiny gets a lot of points. It really does. It, it really, does. In, in a lot of, like not just comics, like video games. Yeah. You say Spirit Destiny, everybody knows <laughs> what you're talking about. It's like
1: the Lost Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the, um, the, it was, it, you had, it bums me out a little bit to think about the, the team up books. I mean, you had Marvel 2 and 1 thing, and then that went away and we just had the thing. You had Marvel team up, which, went away and we to make room for web of spider-man with dc you had um dc comics presents and when that ended um that action when burn took over superman action became the superman team-up book and um right. and and with batman you had brave in the Bold, which eventually became batman and the outsider so um yeah i i i missed the which was kind of fun with with avenging spider-man when, when that came out, cause you had Spidey just teaming up with, with various characters again. And, um, I'd, I'd like, I'd like to see something like that again, where it's just, it's a done in one story or, or, or just a happenstance without having to tie into an event or, or cross over amongst so many other issues. I just, but it, it, it's a different time. So forget about it.
2: We cannot forget about it. And you know what else I don't want to forget about? Right. I got another thank you Sweet, porn yes. in
3: it's festive time
2: it is um one of my favorite uh artists out there currently publishing his own books, and I think he's a phenomenal talent i I envy his ability so much because um well, I've talked about him before, Matthew Allison yes, sent me issue two of canker oh, cool uh, you know who else was it, reading that who? Jason's boy Aaron Conley. Because it's amazing. It amazing. <laughs> and um it is so trippy, but uh the thing I like the best about Matthew well, not the best, but one of my favorite things. I gotta stop doing that about Matthew Allison's uh art, specifically the world of canker. Um when when he does like sound effects or energy, like somebody punches somebody and you see pow or like energy waves or or force coming off a face when it's being punched he all draws those things three dimensionally like they're they're actual physical things in the canker universe they it, it's amazing to see like they're solid they're real they have shadows if he if if say canker punches somebody in the face and the 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 like you get a radiating pattern that comes off the face it casts shadows on his arm it's nuts i don't think there's anybody else doing that out there and it's something that's really you can you can miss it if you're not paying attention Uh but it's a it's a just it just blows my mind when i see it like this guy got hit and the the energy that's coming from the blow actually exists in this three-dimensional universe it's nuts more eloquently phrased than than what i'm going to say but his stuff looks like cartoon physics body horror yeah yeah yeah, you've seen his but he messes with anatomy like crazy like somebody will have a huge gaping mouth or eyes in their in their abdomen and and limbs are impossibly stretched and they're they're all weird disjointed angles and it's just it's very unsettling but nobody else is doing this nobody and and if you want to check out matthew Allison's stuff um it's loaf dish I'll get the, the exact URL because I don't want to mess it up. It's on the inside front cover. Um loafdish.blogspot.com. And I'm telling you, the um canker number two is five bucks. Full color. It's amazing. You you definitely will get your money's worth. Um hard card stock cover, great. It's it's absolutely great stuff. But this is for David. Mm-hmm. Matthew also included in the package a copy of amazing heroes number one two three and inside this is our fanzine flashback we haven't done these in a while i saw this i thought of david i said this is perfect for david he's going to jones on this in the news now this was published august 15th of 1987 and the headline reads Komiko Collection, Valentine <laughs> Grendel novel. This, there's some of this that surprised me, because I don't remember any of this stuff existing. It says, September will see the release of a special package from Komiko Comics, the Komiko Collection. Each copy of the collection will include 10 different Komiko Comics, a copy of Komiko Attractions, a Komiko Poster, a 16-page Grendel comic, printed in black, white, and red by Matt Wagner and Dean Motter. All under a black boxed slipcase by Wagner, featuring a Grendel design. The Kimiko collection, which will give readers a chance to sample the whole Kimiko line for a nominal fee, goes on sale on October 23, 1987. Speaking of the popular Grendel, Ballantyne Books will be releasing a Grendel prose novel, written by Wagner. The novel will include storylines from the past and present Grendel issues as well as some new future stories. The book is scheduled for release in the spring of 1988. (laughs) Wagner is also busy writing the screenplay for a Grendel movie as well as preparing for the second installment of his Mage trilogy. (laughs) Listen, this is the best part. Mage the Hero Defined, which will be serialized as a Kimiko comic in 1988. (laughs) <laughs> Not, yeah, so. Not so. Yeah, but so what's the deal with the, the, the Ballantine novel? Did that ever happen? I don't think it ever happened. The only
1: novel I'm familiar with is the, uh, is the Grendel Past Prime, which was written by Rucka and had spot illustrations by Wagner.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was mm-hmm. a, um, that was a, uh, a Grendel Prime, uh, Era novel, uh, basically taking place right after War Child. With right. With the lesbians and everything. So the, uh, it's, um.
2: Lesbians make everything. Of course. The, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> they do. But the, uh, yeah, I, um. You left that's speechless. Something. <laughs> that's, that's something, man. If that slipcase existed. And I love how it's all about Matt Wagner and all about his creations, but you're going to be able to experience everything Camico puts out.
2: Well, come on. They knew the King I know. It's like, putting,
1: it's like putting Wolverine around something about a bunch of Power pack issues.
2: Right. Cause was moving a fair amount of copies back Yeah, in the day. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything was, but, uh, that especially so. So thank you, Matthew Allison. I'm going to read, uh, canker number two again. I read it twice already. I'll, I'll read it again. It's, it's almost a silent issue. There's not a whole lot of. Of uh, text in it, but I, I just lose myself in in his gorgeous, gorgeous art. It's amazing stuff. He's our generation's Bernie Wrightson. Wow! I, I am I am extremely confident in that in that statement. Extremely so. Strong words. Yep. Yep. So let's rewind it way back to the beginning of the episode when I said I want to talk about. I was going to
3: say we. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's quite a segue. That's a massive segue. I'm sorry. What um, This week, I got caught up on Walking Dead. Wait, Walking Dead what? Walking Dead, the television. Ah, Uh, so I
1: can be involved in this.
2: Yes, I've totally abandoned the book. And I just want (laughs) to echo something that Jason said. Just an offhand comment from Jason on on the Facebook Messenger. He said, yeah, pretty much the show has vastly surpassed the comic, in my opinion. And I could not be more in agreement with jason i i I think the show and and i i parted ways with the show as well i stopped watching it right before andrea got to woodbury and uh, so i caught up from there all the way to the last the mid-season break for season five Mm -hmm. And, and and i do agree with jason i think the television show is vastly superior to the comic in every way
3: i think it's uh it's yeah i think at this point it is um it's it's just the characters you care about the more there's uh less certainty there's less for, form formularity mm-hmm. um so for sure yeah
2: absolutely but a couple of incidents in the series that i really want to talk about um one i'm opening a beer sorry i like it Oof. one uh was the standoff it was it was um after brian aka the governor Hooks up with the, uh, the, the woman and her daughter, his, his surrogate daughter, uh, so to speak, and, and her sister, and he convinces the trailer park trash to, um, attack the prison, and he does what he does. Can we, sp- I'm gonna spoil. Go ahead. Because it's, that's, it's, that's, it's oh, over that's a, a season while.
1: now, so. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. I think that's okay.
2: When, when, um, Brian proves a point by killing Herschel, I think it was an incredibly stupid thing to do, and pretty much sealed his fate to kill Herschel and not Michonne. The the arrogance from this guy to kill an old man to prove a point with—I mean, an ineffectual old man. What could Herschel pro- possibly do to, to to the governor? And he leaves a loaded weapon alive. Like that was just incredibly stupid of him to do that. Do, you, do no, don't you think? like why would you take out this thing that's been hunting you down for whatever however long hates you with a passion will kill you if she gets a chance and you don't kill her Mm -hmm. i mean i know i know it plays into the whole she's a popular character we have to keep her around she's got a contract all that i i know that but i'm not talking about behind the scenes i'm talking about in terms of logistics if the governor we know he's a smart dude Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a, he's a master manipulator. He gets people to do things. He's charismatic. And let's be honest, the guy's smart. Why would he take out Herschel? It's, it makes no sense.
3: Right, right.
2: And I mean, it was, it was horrifying. Yes. Especially the way it was filmed when he kind of flubbed the first cut and just left him there to bleed. That, that was incredibly disturbing, but just the, the whole like, it, 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 it's, it says to me that maybe it is good writing where he would have been that arrogant mm-hmm. to think, to think he was untouchable to the point where, eh, whatever, it doesn't really matter who I kill. I'm going to kill them both anyway, but I'll take the old man out first just for shock value. Right. Right. And, and then I'll get to, to Michonne and, and really savor that kill. But ultimately, like I said, not killing Michonne gave her the opportunity to get free and then stab his ass. Right through the chest.
3: Right up in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I think the show is great. I I think the, um, the season's been strong. Uh, I was definitely critical of the show at the start and I think that the longer it's, the the longer it went where it became its own thing and easier to compare it, to not compare it against the book, the more I found myself enjoying it. And, uh, and, and while there definitely are some significant similar undercurrents at certain points, it's, it's its own entity now, right? And it's taken on a life of its own. Uh, it's, it's what, probably a thousand to ten thousand times more popular than the yeah. comic is. And, uh, it's all for the better. I, I think there's, um, there's just a lot of ways they can and will go with it too that, uh, th- that make me excited. So.
2: Right. Yep. I, I think the Terminus arc was pretty masterful. Yeah. On their part. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, it was just the right length they didn't belabor the point they didn't stretch it out it, it was actually almost terse like it, it, it happened so quickly where we were introduced to the, these people and we really didn't get to know them all that well and and i think they they really highlighted that point once the deed was done in the church like when uh when they took out was his name gavin the the leader yeah, of the uh, yeah. right when they took out Gavin and and crew you never saw their faces it it was like almost an anonymous kill like they were like they were killing walkers yeah. mm-hmm. these people these people didn't even matter it was just a blip on the radar and that one scene where they're all kneeling by the trough that was gut wrenching. And, and I love the, how they put the red shirts at the end of the line. It's like, we'll just kill these poor sons of bitches and then we'll get to Glenn and, <laughs> and really, re- really clench your nutsack up because, you know, you, you, you think Glenn's going to get it, but we, you know, act, this isn't the comic. And when, uh,
1: cause I believe I, I asked you Vince about it because when this season started and they showed a, a teaser of what's going to happen in the first episode mm-hmm. and, and they, they pulled some of the crew out of the the train car, and line them all up. Alex asked me. My brother texted me and he goes, "Did yo and, and does does Glenn die this season?" I'm like, I, it looks that way, but I don't know. He's like, and I guess he spoke. Either he looked online or, or or someone else told him about it. And and he goes, "Well, well, doesn't doesn't Glenn die in the comic because someone hits him over the head with something?" I'm like, I have mm-hmm. no idea, bro. Yeah. And and uh, yeah. and he's like. Yeah, I think he does. So I think this might be. I'm like, I, I mean, they've already, I, and I'm telling my brother they've already strayed from the comic on a few things. I don't think they're going to kill off Glenn, but, um, mm-hmm. and this was obviously before the season started. I was, I was surprised as the season, as the half of the season was playing out, that, uh that Glenn and Maggie did split from the group, and, and I'm going along with it, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not looking at the, I'm not wondering, you know, how long before the group gets. I'm not trying to figure out how long before everybody meets up again. Like I, I, they kind of had me. I, I really thought that they yeah. were on their way to DC and it'll be a while because they'll be able to split everybody up and tell their own stories. Um, and I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't be, not because the group is back, but because the story they told this half season, um, was, pretty hectic and and somewhat fast-paced and and i uh we 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 got that that whole episode with with daryl and and carol and um she's my favorite character carol she has seriously grown on me
2: carol's carol's definitely the best she does what has to be she does
1: she does and um you know it's i when when the first episode happened with beth at the hospital i i I felt that, that Beth was this season's governor because we had, we had a great season moving along like for, for five or six episodes with, with, um, with the prison and everybody doing their thing. And then we cut to, well, with the folks from Woodbury at the prison and then, and then we stopped dead. No pun intended. And, and, and it's just, we're, we're watching the governor walk after he left Woodbury. And I'm like, why do we have two weeks of this? They could have, I thought it would have, you know, Ar- armchair producer, I thought if they took the, the 15 minute section before the last, between the, 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 the third and fourth commercial break, before the last commercial break, if they, mm-hmm. if they took that part and they just focused on the governor for that portion of each episode, then it wouldn't have felt like we lost the momentum we had, and, right. and then we 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 get the thing with Herschel and Michonne and 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 everybody. You know, and, that, and that's when the governor, you know, takes over the people, and 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 you know, there's the uprising. But it, it just um, there there were definitely some weak spots I felt of with season four and uh, or at least the last half of season four. I thought season five started started off really well, and um and yeah, like you, I'm glad
2: terminus happened
1: played out the way it played out i I was concerned that we were going to get the prison all over again
2: yeah there was one weird thing as i was watching them um the uh when rick is in the the train car with the the group and he says you know i feel bad for them or something they they don't know who they're fucking with when i saw it again it said screw it yeah they they changed Mm -hmm. it right do they do they do that often
1: they probably ha- they were probably able to, to, to get away or bleep out with, with the fucking once. It's like when Jason and I watch suits, they'll sh- they'll say shit at the 10 o'clock hour when it airs initially, but when they repeat it over the weekend, they, they mute that. Oh. So they could probably only get away with it one time at, at a certain time in the day and then that, but you're gonna, if in the repeats, you're not gonna see it. I
3: was gonna say, I oh. think the issue is that, uh The network rules allow for the many words and subject matter to play after ten p m or during oh. or rather prime time um but then since any rerun or streaming or on demand could and would likely be viewed at mm-hmm. other hours, they have to follow over the rules that would precipitate pre prime time
2: oh cool so well, that makes sense yeah. that does just a couple of comments um Back to Carol, mm-hmm. the the uh, the arc with the two girls, uh, the little girls. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah broke, I, know. I know. Broke my heart, broke my heart. But again, I would have done exactly the same her thing. Tyrese, I would have done that, and and good on Tyrese for forgiving her.
3: Yeah, you know, it's he, interesting he, how many dapple, uh, how many how many people from the wire have made their way through the yeah. show.
1: Unfortunately, what he was doing on the wire was, I thought. Light year's better than 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 what he's doing as a priest. But uh yeah, it's I'm I'm still waiting for, you know, a couple other people to show up. But yeah, it's we've uh, got
3: Tyrese, we've got uh um I, I I can't think of his name on the wire, but uh the homeboy that just got eaten. Just Bob. Oh Bob,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um I knew,
1: um, I knew I knew Bob got snipped. I knew he uh, Yeah, when and, he
2: went under. Yeah. yeah. And I'm
1: like and and he's and but it's one of those things with the creative license where it's like, well, we don't have to have him turn or he's not dying and he's not infected, but it it's uh, you know, when he dies, it it'll happen, but um and but it worked out because he was able to get the last fuck you to Gavin and company.
2: Yeah, but it did, I would love to see that play out. Like to see them actually turn from eating him—that would have been great. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, 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 Sasha, oh, smoke, smoke and <laughs> yeah, hot. Yeah, you like
0: Sasha?
2: Oh, I love Sasha. Mm, and you know go. who else? You know who else I, I like? Um, the governor's surrogate um, sister-in-law. The the sister. Oh, Rosita likes Rosita. Oh yeah, she she has a beautiful face. She is good. She she, is she good. does. Yeah.
3: She's got some frump going though.
2: Yeah, yeah but that's I like that's not That's gonna that. I
1: add I, a... I, 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 I think Glenn, I think Glenn's
2: going to threesome that. Huh. Uh, that'd be all right. I can see that happen because she does have a soft spot for Glenn. She does. So here's a question. Yeah.
3: You, because David hasn't read this, the book, you're you're in this world where you seemingly have almost no hope, but you try and cling on to whatever little bit of survival instinct and hope that there is. You get homeboy who who swears that he can, if you get him to the to the. To DC, he's going to be able to help cure the plague. You uh, putting, I'll, I'll suspend disbelief for a minute and suggest that because of the state that you're in and everything, you ignore all the warning signs and buy into this dude's rhetoric, and then you find out he's full of shit. What do you do?
2: Well, it's not like you have an actual schedule. You know what I mean? You don't have a three o'clock meeting
1: I, yeah, ne- yeah, next no, Friday. I, it's, the, I mean, I, I pretty much would have reacted just like Abraham did because it's, it's beat the fuck out of him because it's it's he, we saw in the flashback that this now gave Abraham purpose and, and he thought he was doing the right thing. He had, he had a reason for living and, and he, he's got a goal and, and he's going to, he's planning for it and he's going to make it and, no ifs, ands, or buts. That this is my purpose in life right now, and that was all just taken from him in in yeah. in the blink of a in the blink of a mullet. And and it it just you had you really you really that 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 is the without short of 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 taking your knife out and slitting his throat just just. Pummeling him is really, I think, the only. Rec- he's not going to, especially Abraham. He's not going to turn around and go scream in a field. He—that's he, the only way he could react.
3: Right. I think the most fascinating thing about the the Walking Dead, inclusive of the the comic book and the TV show, um, is the idea that you become what you detest. Uh, right. Both, both literally, in the sense of if you die, you become this thing, this Walking Dead that you're. Trying to avoid at all costs, but but in in the in life, and I think the show's doing a wonderful job with 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 cinematography in this regard. Like in the church scene when they're when they're just going at the the people, and and you see the the uh, some of the other members looking looking on in horror, um, you know, they and and it's a running theme of the comic, as, as Vince knows. But but you know, you you on one hand you you vilify these other people, you come across as being heinous, and you justify that. For your own actions, but then at the same point in time, you're really becoming the very same things that you're detesting. Um, and, and I just find that fascinating because I do think that is very, and a very, that is a very astute, uh, reflection on the human condition.
2: Yeah. You know, one of the things that, uh, I had to, uh, first I laughed and then I grew to hate this character with it, I, I He is the, I think he's the most reprehensible character in the walking dead TV show so far. And, and that's the priest. I, 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 cannot stand the priest. I want him, to, I want him to die slowly and painfully because, um, he, he's clinging to this ineffectual belief system that everything his eyes, everything that meets his eyes is confirming that what he's believing does not have any merit. You know he's hoping he's putting faith in something that's not going to help him. It's like mm-hmm. When he's on the rock, when he's on the rock, and he said, "Um, you know," um, and uh Daryl says, "You know, y- yeah, your 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 God really helped you out there." And he goes, "I called and you came." Like, how, how do you draw the line from God to the the group coming to save him? It, right. it doesn't make it does. But but the thing that got me was where he has to he has to go and and see for himself. Yeah. So he go, he, he picks up the floorboards in the church and goes down to the, the, the school and in doing so leads a herd, not just a couple, he leads a herd of walkers back to the church where inside is an infant.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: Now if, if I were Carl, I would have put a bullet in his head as soon as I figured out what went on. I'm still
1: surprised though that he was able to get out. He's, he's able to dig up. He's, he's digging in. Into the floorboards between the cracks to pull up these planks and with Judith with the baby and it's supposed to be quiet in there. It's not like Carl and, and Sean are having a party, but he's able right. to get away with it and they don't hear a thing. That, that, that's one part of the season
2: that, that bugs me a little bit. Maybe the, the room was built like a confessional. There we go. Mm-hmm. Soundproof walls. I don't know, but, um, and he gets lucky where one of the dead falls on his machete. You yeah. Know, it's like, I I, I want, I I need to see this guy gone. I I just cannot stand him. I'm sorry. Um, and the the uh, the one thing that, it, in fact, it's the only thing in the series so far. The biggest mis- misstep they made, I think, was the way that Beth went out. It was incredibly stupid. It it didn't make any sense in terms of the character. Why would Beth put? her entire group of her family let's just call them that right why would she why would she put her family at risk to get a stab in with a a stupid pair of scissors she wasn't going to kill the woman unless she she pierced her in the heart Mm -hmm. you know and and so she she risks everything just to get a a cheap shot in and pays for it with her life like that's that's not
3: bad you know if i could be real though and i think david's on the opposite end of this camp i could give two shits that beth is dead
1: Oh, I love. Oh, Beth. she
3: didn't interest me at oh, all. I found her so milk toast. Okay.
1: Hold on, no. I, when, yes, that. I don't. I didn't have any. I'm not one of the people who who were protesting to bring Beth back. Don't don't get me wrong. I I was I was surprised to see it, and after going through all that to um for her to survive, and then for them to get her and and bring her home. For her to do that and and then be like, um, and then that's it, and 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 that's that's her swan song. That that was a gut punch. I was. It, it's one of those times. I know it's a show where anybody, unless you're Rick, can die at any time, and you right. don't know it's it, it could be coming for you. I just thought that. That surprised the hell out of me. That that was fucked. And then, of course, you had to see Maggie's reaction after she sees. that's that was right. That that was the whole. So I mean, I was like, "Well, I was
2: fucked." I was just I. But even the way they filmed it, it was lame. Like, we 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 have a character who one of the staples of this character is she likes to sing. Yeah. Right. So why wouldn't they do an overlay of her singing? As they're walking out, mm-hmm. of uh, like that would have been perfect, but they didn't do it, uh, or or just have something that that Daryl said mm-hmm. to her from that 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 really good episode where there, it was just there was- Dar- Daryl and Beth, yeah. you know, just just have something like that he said to her, or she said to him, echo as she's getting like intercut it with her getting killed it just it was just it just seemed like you know what we got to end on a bang for the mid-season so let's just take beth out and 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 she's she's quote trapped in a compound where they're clinging again to this code of ethics that this police code of ethics that doesn't mean dick anymore you know they're cops big deal they're just another they're meat in a uniform there's no police code anymore mm-hmm. it, none of that shit exists it, it was just like this this prison that had no walls there was no bars on that mean they she could have got out anytime she wanted just just kill your way out you, that's what you know right i don't know i just the whole beth thing didn't sit well with me not not because of who it was or, or just how they did it it was it seemed like really cold to me like they didn't um It was the first time these writers had seen this character, which is not true. Like, if you've been writing this character for X amount of seasons, give her a little swan song. You know, like, don't make it so impersonal and just blow her head off for a reason that this character would never do. I don't know. It just, the whole thing was hollow to me. Yeah, I agree. I can see that. But, I enjoyed it. I loved it. And, and I'm, again, I'm silly for letting it go. So now I'm going to jump back on and whenever you guys want to talk about it, cause you like to talk about your TV once minute. again. True. Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> and, and, I'll be,
3: I will, I will throw things at my TV if and when Daryl dies. Oh, and the interesting I think thing Darryl's, is that Daryl's, as you know, Vince is not, not from the comics. So I just think that's.
2: No. Daryl's
3: the anchor. Yeah. Norman Reedus is the best. I think he's yeah. incredible in that, in that. In
2: that movie. Yeah. My, my hierarchy of most valuable walking dead characters are Carol, Daryl, uh, Herschel, who's dead um and then
3: rick oh no 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 i don't i don't i would i would give it a different ranking
2: i i oh wait i forgot Michonne. i was going to say yeah I, yeah uh, I, all right i would swap Michonne with herschel so it would re it would go Michonne, then herschel then 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 uh then rick i think herschel was the heart of the show yeah they they need they need to get another one of those soon the
1: um and even even the way things play out i mean you have um like yeah, it was it was real stupid for the priest to go back to the school, but th- we finally see the, the the walkers who were stuck locked in the school finally break out because they were trying to get out when everybody was was nibbling on Bob. So we got back to that, and I thought the um, I w- I was wondering if they were going to do it, and I I guess appreciated um the way Michonne got hurt her swords back, because i they had to leave without anything and and, uh, and they bounced and um and I, I of course these fools would take oh, yeah, well, they had I would with them, so you know and, and naturally now that they're face to face with with the crew then uh it just don't make sense, but
2: no it's it's totally believable because it wasn't like. A machete or something i mean if you saw that weapon come into your compound yeah. you would keep you would keep your eye on it because it, it's 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 exceptional it's an exceptional device to dispatch these these di- walking dead i mean it's just it's it's effective so you would keep it on you and it makes sense like i was thinking yeah that's that's a little too convenient that she gets her weapon back but no i, th- I think she would yeah they would have it on them yeah not ah, great great stuff looks true yeah there's there wasn't a well zombie episode in the bunch that has to be the absolute low point so far for me was that stupid well zombie episode oh it just <laughs> ugh. yeah all right let's talk about the printed stuff the comic what are those yeah which what do you have what are those uh what
3: what do I have yeah, I got a source of things fess up uh let's see so uh, well, I did read the rest of, of Secret Wars too, but I know we're going to talk about that in a in a future time. Um, but it was very very entertaining, I will say that. But maybe <laughs> not weird. for the same reasons that it was entertaining when I was a kid, but uh, but entertaining nonetheless. But I want to sing the praises of uh, a, a an image book that hits the stands today. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, because we are recording a day early this this week. Uh, and that is it, it's funny it, this is the most dark horse book that we've seen image put out completely agree right yep same dark horse creative team dark horse topography dark horse setting uh mm-hmm. but nevertheless provided to us by our good friends at image comics i am speaking of rumble number 1 written by john arcudi Phenomenal art by our boy James Heron and further instantiating the Dark Horse comparison colors unmistakably by Mr. Dave B.P.R.D. and Hellboy uh, Manuela Verse Stewart.
2: Yep. Um, uh, colors are hot.
3: Oh, they're great. They're great. great yeah.
2: Been, no, I mean in, in terms oh, of Oh, you mean from, on a color hot. scale.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Been looking forward to this book for some time as a Heron fan, um, was, was certainly not disappointed in spite of having a lot of expectations. Uh, we are essentially introduced to a ramshackle down in the dumps part of town. Uh, there is a youngish bartender shooting the shit in an empty bar, lamenting what might be, what, what should be type of thing. Uh, there's an old, I love the way that Heron draws the older guy. Um, Yes. Just, just great with with the, with the the tilted face and the, and the, and the the little side lips and the, the, the scraggly gray beard. Um, the old man is, is kind of listening to the bartender chatting him up. He's getting ready to leave on the night and the bartender says, Hey, listen, I, I love you to death. Uh, this isn't me, but the owner's been on my ass. Your tab is getting lengthy. Can you settle up? And the old guy says, no problem, I understand. He writes something on a napkin, hands it to the kid, and says, you give this to your your boss, the owner, and uh, tell him I gave it to him. It'll settle us up. And um, as the old man's walking out, uh, he gets a weird, eerie feeling, a gush of wind, and he turns around, and there is essentially, uh, visually it's like a, a cross between the grim reaper and an executioner i would say right i mean he's he's or like a nazgûl for you tolkien fans he's he's a a a, a black-clothed hooded oversized figure with with white glowing eyes and unlike a grim reaper who may have a Sith, this dude has a ginormous uh, almost uh, cosplay japanese rpg sword in his hand with red markings all over it and he cuts the, the, uh, old man's arm off and is chasing him for what seems to be because of what this guy wrote on the napkin, which were a bunch of symbols. So for all you symbology fans out there, I'm sure you're having a field day. <laughs> and, um, he, he gives pursuit and the bartender intervenes, uh, and eventually takes possession of this giant sword and, um, uh, doesn't know what to do with it. So he's carrying it around. He's asking his buddy to, Help him help help a brother out, lend him his car so we can go do something with it. And then two demons straight out of Marvel's Inferno pop up. I mean they weren't named Nastar and Pym, but they uh <laughs> they might as well have been. These two green goblins show up and they're actually fairly nice and polite and gentlemanly. And they say, Hey man,
2: listen, I want that page. Yeah,
3: yeah, oh, I know, right? <laughs> hey man, I just want the sword. And the dude's like, go oh, take the sword then. But but hijinks and Sue and uh there's some animosity there intentional or unintentional and uh just when we think it's going to come to a head the the giant executioner type dude um who we thought was dead reappears and that's the climax of the first issue uh, but it's it's it was great I, you know again i i i think image puts out so many first issues that you don't want to say there's ever a formula to a first issue but we probably read more first issues than almost anything else because we try lots of things. Some stuff we keep with, some stuff we don't, but we read a lot of – not all, but we read most first issues, I would say. And what you're looking for in a first issue is a hook. Does it, does it get you interested enough in the characters, the setting, or the circumstance to want you to come back? And this does that. Uh, does it provide you a visual um, – uh, a visual overlay that is appealing such that it not only interests you while you're reading it, but that it'll stick with you. Cause I think if you can't recall the art and the setting um, a day or two after you've read it, it's going to be less likely that you ever go back to it. I think this does that. And uh, does it present something? And this is more for, for voracious readers like ourselves and many of our listeners. Does it provide you with some type of differentiated story that you're not getting, from lots of other places. So for me, it was three for three, which makes it a great yeah. first issue. I don't know where you guys sit with it, but I give it two huge thumbs up and can't wait for this thing to play itself out.
2: Me too. Uh, the biggest hook for me, and I, I was kind of surprised you didn't mention it, was uh, in the bar when um, uh, Bobby dispatches the, uh, the executioner. He hits him in the back of the head with a baseball bat. Yep. And and he knocks his head completely off the uh, the body. And when the when the executioner falls and hits the ground, his body's full of straw. Right, right. He, he's a scarecrow. Right. So I mean, is there magic at play here? There, I guess there has there to has be, to right? Be. There, like, the there, cops there. come and they're
3: like, "What, what scene of the Crown? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Where's the blood?" They, you think <laughs> the kid made a. They think Bobby made a, a false nine one one call.
2: Right. Yeah. But there's just so many question marks. Like the first page is is a big blank spot because we see a character from a a a mountain uh, vantage point looking down at a character uh far in the distance walking across the the land and he just goes hmm yep and and no more no more is said about it
3: and we're introduced to an old woman who has a bunch of cats and one of the cats jumps out the window and then she picks it up and it's got glowing red eyes
2: yeah, I think whatever infused that the executioner with.
3: Right, like he knocked uh, he knocked the the this, the 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 entity out of the scarecrow and right. into the cat. Right,
2: right, right. 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 Yeah, and uh, the 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 two good old boys um hunting gators or whatever they were hunting, yeah. and that, I mean just yeah, just they, so they, they just
1: showed up and then whatever came out under the water. Oh yeah, you know,
3: actually forgot about that. Yeah. So was that a dead body or was that something crawling out of the swamp? I
1: think it was something crawling out of the
3: swamp. Okay.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't think it's, it looks like, it looks like a, well, to coin, um Mary Shelley, it looks like a modern Prometheus. So it looks like a Frankenstein monster. Like a, a, right, patchwork absolutely, or like or a Gollum yeah.
3: or something like that.
2: Yeah, right. And, and Solomon and Grundy type of thing. Rising the, uh, a bunch of gators. They, they thought it was a skunk ape. Yes. Uh, a, bu- a bunch of bunch of gators make off with this. Yeah, like pushes this, aside. Being the first time at you. But that
1: was almost like an intermission or an interlude. It was just it was right. Like, here's two pages of uh of shit that's gotten, that seemingly has nothing to do with everything else you're reading because we're not in the city. Um, the the art is just fantastic. I mean, you when he takes the bat to 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 the ring rates head it just you feel the speed and and it just it is it's fierce there is there's there's movement on the page there's there's anger on the page there is um i mean there's some exaggeration and and uh like the dude with the um there's this tattoo make me look tough um who's chilling with his bunion's bag it it's just there is Exaggeration with the characters, but it's still the uh the physics still work on the page it's like you you, oh, yeah. you just you do definitely not i mean and the um the motion lines when when the cop is uh telling his partner that uh maybe Bobby's a little cuckoo it's just it uh, like why when when uh when the old man leaves the bar. And, uh, and the, uh, he is met face to face with the dude who comes running up to him. He just, and he stops short right there. And, and he's just, man, I am just, I'm in love with the art. It's, the layout is fantastic. He packs so much into each panel. The coloring is amazing. I, I this is definitely a book where everybody, uh, everybody plays a part and everybody's part. Works so well. I mean, uh, Acuti's telling a pretty crazy story that I want to read more of. The art sells it and, and the color makes the art sing. I, I this wouldn't work for me as, as a black and white book or a gray tone book. I just, oh, I, no, I, I need everything is just in it, it just, it all, it all works. It's, uh, and, and it did well. And, and you know, I think.
3: Maybe I'm reading too much into this, but I do think that although Dave Stewart is, uh, synonymous really with the Mignola verse and has his own Mignola set of of colors that he uses, he actually helped, he co-designed with with Mike for all the books to give it continuity. I I think the the Mignola comics have a very dark uh, tone to them and they also have just tremendous amounts of reds in them. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if this wasn't Stewart having a little more freedom because this has far greater use of the spectrum than a typical Mignola book would have. Uh,
2: right. He he um, loses pinks he, and greens and right. He he leavens let's say leavens his colors with in the Mignola verse. He mutes the colors with gray. There's not a whole lot of gray in here. Right. These these colors are hot and and. The, to go back to what David was saying, the, my favorite panel in the entire book, uh, is the, the, um, Bobby gets off the phone and the two, we don't even know what they are at this point. Demons, uh, fallen angels, who knows what they are? Aliens, but the, the two deep, creatures. Right? I mean,
3: they look like demons to me, but.
2: Yeah, the, 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 the two creatures are, are perched, one's perched on top of the, the payphone and the other one is next to him and just the, 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 the crook of the one's neck just makes us instantly, you look at the, the the angle that this thing's head is tilted and you're, you're thinking, this is not a, a sane creature. It's pretty, it's, it's bug fuck crazy. And even the eyes, they, they look like chameleon eyes. They're going in different directions like Homer Simpson's. Uh, the I, Whenever I see a creature like this, I try and look at the anatomy and say, well, what would this do? And I have no idea with those banana shaped appendages running all the way down it's 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 flying like what the hell up are the intestines right Right. yeah are they teeth do they capture prey are they it's just and it's it's there's a every panel of this thing is like a hook Mm -hmm. i want to know more the 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 the, i'll call him the smarter demon his horns are lopsided that's that's awesome. Yeah. Like it just it just says like this creature evolved or or, or um matured that something was off a bit and one one horn grew faster than the other. It's just it's it's a small detail, but in the in the grand scheme of things it just it makes it just so much more believable. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I um I And I love I love the way I'm sorry. No. I love the way that the small creatures wing. Stops that angle from taking your eye out of the panel of the big creature's wing in the background. If he didn't put that small wing there, your eye would just went whoop right off the panel. Would have followed that line right off. But it doesn't. It stops it with the little wing. It's just great design. I
1: think
3: you're which, right.
2: Which little wing? Which which page? The the panel that I was talking about on top of the payphone with the the two demons and and Bobby. We see his back with the sword on it. Um, oh yes, he, yes 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 yes. Yeah, the angle—it just—it works. The whole panel, just your your eye is just completely going around and around that panel. You follow the the arc of the creature with the banana appendages up, and you read the word balloon, and you follow the wings down into the payphone. It's just—it's a circular pattern. It's beautiful. I um.
1: I. I don't think um. Who did you think, or who do you say the, uh, the, the cat is possessed by?
3: It's the either spirit one of, of the, the scarecrow thing.
1: I, scarecrow I don't thing. think so. Okay. Because the scarecrow thing shows up at the end. True. I think, I, I think it might be Mr. Coogan. Because, well, how because, we, because,
3: no, Mr. no, no, it happens too to, early. How
1: do we know he's dead? We don't, he's not there. He's not when, when, because Bobby goes to call the cops. When he comes back to the room, when the cops show up there there's nobody else the The straw thing is there mm. there's there's no blood there's no body, so Mr. Coogan obviously knows something because of the symbols he scrawled on on the napkin and and the last thing he says before Bobby leaves the room is is that it hurts because he's clutching his arm um i uh i i I think I don't know where Mr. Coogan went and, and the next page we, we were introduced to the old woman and her cats and, and, and the cat jump kind of jumps out the window because, uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Bildad is, is following whatever catches his fancy, which I think might have something to do with Mr. Coogan. I don't, I mean, it, it makes, it would make sense because of the eyes and, and just from other stories of we, we, we've we read that it might be an evil entity in, inside this cat. Not that Mr. Cogan can't be evil, but because, uh, the swordsman shows up again at the end of the issue. Um, I, I don't know. I, it, it, it's hard for me to follow that it would be that here he is sprawled out, head lopped off on the floor of a bar. And then at the end, of the issue um he tells his two demon buddies that, that that yes we we do want to
2: harm bobby yeah but the the eyes of the cat are the same color as the eyes of the demons but i'm not, the 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 cat obviously has a a vertical right pupil and they have a a, a circle cuz i was even going
1: back pupil. and looking at at kogan's eyes and and uh they they don't give the impression that they would
2: that that, that they are like the cat's eyes so yeah i mean it's we'll see Definitely. Yeah, we'll be around the same. Uh, Jason, what's, what's Heron, uh, pulling in per page, roughly?
3: Uh, it's a few hundred bucks. Mm. The, the, the ish, these, these pages have not been, uh, listed yet. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like the BPRD page that I bought, I think was 300. Huh. Um, the Conan pages are three, 400 each.
2: Well, he's worth it.
3: He is. And you can find his art at Felix. Lou's site, which is felixcomicart.com. Cool. If you're so inclined. And you should be inclined. Uh, Vince, did you, whoosh. I know you're not on the social media as much anymore. Did you see my, my tweet today about the, the original art? I didn't. The, uh, it is the season. <laughs> so I'm get, we get lots of the, uh, of, of the, of the holiday cards and the like. And, uh, I walk in from work yesterday and Beth is like, well, oh, you got a card from, an art dealer, and I said, "Oh, great!" I said, "Which one?" And she looks at me. And she said, "You're buying too much damn art. If we're getting Christmas cards from these people, she's right.
2: She's not smart, wrong. Smart, and sexy. <laughs> when you get a
3: Christmas card from 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 an art dealer, it, it means you probably spent a decent ch- much amount of cheddar. That you <laughs> <laughs> if you
1: don't want if, if you don't want to say who it is, let us know afterwards. It was Felix. I oh, wasn't no shit. That's
3: what made me think of the story. Yeah." <laughs> Which, and by the way, so, and that's I think her point, because I think Felix would probably rank a distant third among art dealers this year in terms of stuff that I
1: bought from, so. Mm-hmm.
2: You're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see if any other
1: art dealers are classy enough to send a Christmas card.
3: Well, the beauty is, as you know, Vince, as an artist,
2: art never drops in value. No. Nope. You're right. The, 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 uh, um, current darlings do. Sure. Um, in the art world, but the the uh, like stuff like um, your 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 standard pages they're never going to drop. Like I'm not talking you know Banksy or some crap like that that just sells for phenomenal amounts of money. Um, but yeah, art just never really you won't lose money buying original art. Let's just put it that way. Correct. But if you're in it to make money, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Got to be a little canny. So what else do we have? Oof, so much.
3: But you said you had a list, long list. David hasn't given a book yet. Throw one out.
2: No, right. Rump
3: th-
1: was on my list too. What? Yeah, Rump was on my list. It
3: was on my list. Yeah, big, Rumble. big thumbs up. Yep. Huge. Um, well, I we don't have to delve into it, but I just want to say, just because those who heard me talk about the second issue will probably be probably be pleasantly relieved to hear me say that, in reading Witches number three, I think it's back on track.
2: Oh, you read it? I did. David did not. I'll read it for so, next. So book. yeah, we don't
3: have to get into it, but other than to say, um, I enjoyed it and I'm back on board.
2: Okay, can I just say one thing about it without revealing any kind of plot details at all to David? Yeah, sounds okay. good to me. I, I think Matt Hollingsworth is on to something with this coloring. Mm. The the coloring is completely captivating. It it makes me feel like I'm drunk. That my facilities are not my own like I, I i'm not in control of my 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 uh perceptions it makes me it, it, there's a surreal air to it it makes it's a there's a dream like quality to it with this the spatter technique that they go into detail in the back pages mm-hmm. about how they're how they're doing it it's 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 not subtle at all, but I think it's incredibly effective. Where you're going through the, the events of, of the, 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 both past and present in, in the lives of these characters. And you see this, this spatter and the spackle and just, just, uh, overlaid on the, on the events. And it just, it just, it makes me stop. And I have to question, like, what the fuck is going on here? It's, it's like a dream like, it's a, it's a hallucination, really. Like, like a fever dream. You're going through this book and all these colors smack you in the side of the head. And it, 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 it completely spins you around. Like you don't know what's real, what's not. I think that's what they want you to feel, right? I think so. But I won't go into any more detail because David didn't read it. But I, I will say the color, uh, technique that Hollingsworth is employing in this book is just really, really amazing and uh it's so simple to do if you if you do photoshop but it's they're not uh it's not overly digital they're they're he's creating the spatter with real world uh paint and and inks and then they're doing stuff in photoshop later but the because uh, i was looking for similarities between the spatter as if they cloned or duplicated uh certain blobs and i, I really couldn't find that many so it's, it's real world material, but it's just amazing. It's just,
0: uh,
2: it's a nightmare. It's, it's a, a veritable nightmare. And I, and I love this book,
0: Aww.
2: but we'll get into the details next time. Yes, we will. I shall read it. Um, one thing I did read, speaking of
1: image, uh, I am caught up on Copperhead, read the fourth issue and as great as the issue was I keep thinking about, it. I keep going back to this exchange between two characters. Right. Yeah. It where um which but we also it, it serves a purpose because we are also getting some backstory on our new sheriff and uh and the uh there's a um Benjamin Hickory who um basically doesn't appreciate how he was uh talked to by the sheriff and, um, he decides to make some phone calls and find out. Asshole. Yeah. He, he wants to know what it is that she did to deserve such a horrible, um, job in and taking the, the position on, on this planet. And if there's any way that, uh, he can maybe make that happen again so that she leaves because she's kind of, um, it looks like she's, she might have, they might bump heads later on. And so, so Hickory puts this call into a, uh, to Lieutenant Ford and, uh, basically tells him in, uh, in so many words that, uh, well, we find out what kind of set it off. So, so that, uh, so that the sheriff ends up where she ends up. Uh, but at the same time, letting the, um, Letting Mr. Hickory know that, uh, it won't end well for him if, if he pursues this avenue and, and it's, uh, and also kind of puts him in his place. I mean, the way the, uh, the art, the way, um, um, Godlewski just draws the, the fat tycoon's face from where he <laughs> thinks he's, he, he, he's got an ace in the hole and, and, and he's going to come out on top and he's going to show this, this, this hussy who's boss uh and then when the lieutenant who used to partner with uh with clara and uh and and considering what happened between ford and clara you would think that maybe he'd be willing to kind of give up some info on her but uh no i i guess um i guess when uh there's some loyalty there. It is it, basically what I'm getting at, but, uh, yeah, the way, the way the tycoon looks when, when he, he's, uh, told basically to sit down and shut up again for the second time. Um, that, uh, he's not happy, but, and then we continue with the rest of, of the story that's been going on. and, and Clara is going to look for Artie. Um, she's getting lip from her son and, um, and the drunk doctor is, um, Making some moves, but it, it's a, uh, and oh, and speaking of, of backstories, we're, we're finding more about Boo. So, <coughs> excuse me, I think the, um, the fourth issue is, uh, probably my favorite
2: yet. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's an anchor issue because the, the, the story doesn't get moved. It doesn't progress all that much from, from, from last issue, right. but we get a ton of information about the main characters yeah that's perfect yeah. i love the, i love these issues that that do this um the when you were talking about uh the 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 mine owner he reminds me of boss Hawk. he really does right yeah, yeah. Totally. He, yeah he, he does uh what was that guy's um sorrel oh book. yeah yeah, his, yeah. His, his name is sorrel book uh yeah it's just uh, and and he's so arrogant and when 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 the uh the guy tells him like, you know, he, you wouldn't know anybody in the town <laughs> like that. The the mouth is drawn extremely small. L- look at the panel when he, when he gets his comeuppance. His mouth is like barely there. Like, he's so big. But no, I think it's a great issue too. I, I loved it. I, it's my favorite as well.
1: And the way they, uh, the way we flash back to, um, Boo back during the war and, and because it, it mar- parallels what he's Doing right now, and it mm-hmm. and, and it's um and we don't you know we don't have a page full of flashbacks. It's it's happening in concert, and and it just the way it works the, the the lighter colors on the panels, and right. uh, obviously the change in in wardrobe, but it just it absolutely works, and and it just as many panels as 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 you can cram on the page, and in that last page when uh, when I guess well. I, I don't want to spoil it, but it, it's the, the last page with Boo at least. And then, uh, and then we, which, I mean, after I, I see that and I, I think that the, the issue could have probably ended right there. And, but we go back to Clara's mission and, um, and it didn't, I mean, it doesn't hurt the, the flow or anything. I just, I think the, um, ending it on, uh, on boo would have been a stronger holy shit and and i need the next issue now moment but yeah. um i i thought the issue was great
2: when you were talking about the the flashbacks with with boo and the different coloring techniques to indicate that the the panel you are currently uh looking at is a flashback that's there's one thing about which is number 3 that if you're not um if you don't think about the character's condition you're going to be totally lost in one section because there's a flashback in which is three and the only way you know it's a flashback is because lucy's walking and and it's there's no wavy there's no wavy line between panels like the present is on the top of the page and then the immediate next panel is the past and the only way that you can discern that is lucy's not walking or she Mm -hmm. is walking She's not in the wheelchair, and I thought that was pretty smart. It's it's extremely subtle, and it may confuse some people, right. but uh no different coloring at all in the panels. Whereas in Copperhead, there's there's no question that you know you have two different time frames going on here. Yeah, you're right. It was a great issue. I think Zach is going to be problem. Zeke. Yeah. Uh Is his name Zeke or Zach? Zeke. Oh, why do I have Zach written down? Maybe think, because I'm thinking of my boo. You're thinking of Zach? Because you're a Lego yes. maniac. I'm, th- I'm thinking of my boo. That's right. Yeah. No, but I, I think the kid's going to be a problem. Yeah. Cause I, especially when, he, I mean,
1: you know, mom's got a job to do and I get it. He's a kid, but you know, I, sure, already saved your life and, and you don't want to see any harm come to him. But I mean, it, it's still your mom's got a job to do. I hope you don't find him. Whatever kid.
2: The design for boo still, still stuns me. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yep. There's so much that that Goat, It's not funny. It's awesome. It, yeah, but it's not cute and cuddly. Right. But it all, it almost. And does. I think
1: this is the first time I noticed his feet.
2: they're, oh, yeah. they're, they're more
1: ape-like. They're, they're they're like they're like hands. So it's um.
2: The sequence with the doctor was funny. Oh, absolutely. Too. Like it, you just might as well just paint coward on his forehead.
1: <laughs> but he's like, well, he, he wants to, you know, it's like, he can't, he doesn't want to mess up
2: the crime scene. So I'm just gonna hang back. That's right. You know, you, you go.
3: Please. Lean back. <laughs> Lean back.
2: Great issue. And again, hot colors. This and, uh, Rumble, it, it's almost the same palette. Uh, I think the colors in Rumble, Rumble are a little hotter, but, um, mm. there's a lot of pinks and purples and, 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 you know, really but high. Greens and blues on Copperhead. Yeah. But I mean, the, the, the value of the colors are really high if you were looking at a, a color scale. Whereas, you know, it's not, Witches, where there is pretty some some high colors in there, but you get through, your your muddies in there. I, it's nice to to be able to have a a, um, a nice variation. I agree. It's not it's not your standard palette. This is remember true. when when Marvel used the same damn palette because they had to cut the Ruber list back then. <laughs> there there was only so many colors they could use, and uh, yeah, uh, why is it yellow sky? I've never seen a yellow sky. <laughs> Well, in the Marvel Universe, sometimes that happens. <laughs> well, you just covered everything I read. Really? It was a light week for you, huh? Wow. No, 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 no. I, I read some stuff that I didn't really finish. Um, I know for a fact that David has not finished this, but um, I read me some Undertow, Volume 1. Oh, yeah. The Boatman's Call. Uh, we've talked about, I think we talked about the first issue when I got smacked down for jumping the gun by, by yeah. <laughs> putting the putting the preview oh, images. That was up. some bitch. The art just floored me on this. Written by Steve Orlando. Art and covers by Artyom Trakanov and Thomas Marr did the lettering and design. And, uh, I, I won't talk about the story at all because like I said, David hasn't finished it, but, um, Trakanov's art, Oh, it it does good things to my heart, my soul, to to look at this man's art. It's just incredible, and it's so it's so unique and distinctive. Like, name another artist currently working in the biz that draws like this. It's not easy to do. No, it is because I'm trying to think of uh, a comparable, uh, an artist comparable to to Trakhanov, and I can't think of one. His anatomy is totally unique. His, his, his facial features, the way he draws the undersea world, the way he draws the, 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 the uh, the, the world we air breathers, uh, inhabit. It's just amazing, just totally idiosyncratic, um, art. Uh, the, the, there's a sequence later on in the book where the, there's a mammoth hunt. Let's just put it that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's amazing. It's just so beautifully drawn. <laughs> Uh, switches it up, and I was looking at some of his original art. A, a lot of the stuff is is laid on, like his backgrounds are digital, right? And he'll lay them in, which is is kind of cool that he he has the 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 sense to do the the actual characters traditionally, and like the coloring and the some of the background effects are digital. That's smart because I, I got to be honest, a lot of these pages I'm looking at, and I'm thinking man, I'd love to see what that line art looks like without all of these effects. Mm-hmm. Just, just for a minute, but because the, the, the complete package is very cohesive. It's gorgeous. And uh, I, I went through the trade twice. And new things pop up in the story. Let's not slight the story. Steve Orlando did a great job. Um, I fear for the book, though. You mean I, I, in terms of... Seeing a resolution to this, this storyline, okay. because it it... it there's no closure at the i mean it's not a massive cliffhanger but some of the the uh the pursuits uh these characters pursuits are not Mm -hmm, mm fulfilled at the end of the first trade and i don't know i i I don't think it's old gangbusters but the here's what you do you buy this trade let them know you want to read it and i'm sure it will be continued there's a plan right because of all the things i've seen from image this year this book sticks in my mind as being the most unique and the most. I should I say most enjoyable? Uh, yeah, if it's the most unique that speaks volumes to me and it's really well done unique and I think you should invest in this. It was only um was it 14.99 for the first trade and you get six issues, bunch of back matter, it's bunch of cover. No, it's a really great trade. Um but it's an odd duck. It doesn't look like anything out there, it doesn't read like anything out there. Um it's it's undersea pulp. Let's just put it that way. And it's great yeah, shit. that's good.
1: That's good.
2: Yeah. How about that? I love it. The cover just mes- mesmerizes me. I've been looking at it for like days thinking how can I, how can I crib this guy's style and not get called out on it? <laughs> 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 yeah, fool. So there you go. I got other stuff, but I want to hear some some more from you. Um I'll uh well I was talking about it when we
1: connected so I'll, I'll um before i get back to another image book i read um spider-man and the x-men which isn't when you hear about it at first you might just think that oh it's it's a team-up book or it's spider-man and the uncanny x-men or um or just the x-men you 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 realize you close the cover and realize it, but you, you, you do get the impression. You, you realize that it's, it's, um, the, the spinoff of the Wolverine and the X-Men book where it's, it's, it's the, the X-Men are the X-Men that are involved with the school. And, um, and I, I haven't finished yet the, uh, Jason Latour written, um, Wolverine and the X-Men series now that Wolverine is dead. So I picked this one up just. Really? He's dead? I've heard he's dead. When did that happen?
3: No 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 no
1: The uh um it's uh this is it's written I want to make sure I get the name right because he is a new I believe he's new to comics, but he's um I think works with Saturday Night Live, but um written by Elliot Kalin and uh art by Marco Fiala, and it's uh, Ian Herring is your colorist. Peter Parker, Spider Man, Spider Man, not Peter Parker, because they don't know who Spider Man is. Spider Man is going to be the special class guidance counselor at mm-hmm. the uh, Jean Gray School, and um, he uh, he looks pretty dapper, dressed as Spider Man, wearing a blazer because he wants to look professional for the class. Uh, it is a very um, it's it's not wahaha Justice League funny they're not going for that but it is it's a Spider-Man comic and, and more often than not Spider-Man has a lot of humor um in his stories and, and there are definitely some here especially with these kids who who um basically the school and apparently some of the faculty are uh, have an issue with a non mutant um being in the school let alone just teaching uh the students here so um He's getting a lot of flack from, from both sides and, um Rock almost kills him, um accidentally. Uh, there's, um there's, he, he, he spots Toad and says, hey, didn't I inspire you to, uh, form a super team with, with Frogman? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you did. And, and it's, it's, so there's, the writer definitely has some knowledge of, of some Spidey history and, uh, I, I think he has a good handle on, Uh, most of the characters. Um, he probably does have a good handle on Storm. It's just Storm is just an an utter bitch in this issue, but she's she's only in it for a um for a couple pages, thankfully. Um, how so? Because she, we see the first page proper. She's she's flying in with Spidey in tow. Um, and when they arrive at the school, the um. Uh, Udus the Untouchable is, is there to, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just one letter off. And he, uh, so he's there to, to, to cause trouble. And, uh, so you have, um, Angel and is it Deathbird? The, uh, the, the, the Shiar chick. She's there and, uh, Firestar is there and, um, and Beast. So Spidey's there to, uh, to help. Put the um, basically end this battle if you want to call it that. While quipping with the um, with the faculty, says that uh, he he's he's tapping on Rachel's shoulder and he's like, uh, you know we, we vouch for me, people. You know, Phoenix, we teamed up once, and Iceman we go way back. And she's like, I'm I'm not Phoenix anymore, and please stop stop tapping me. It's it's really irritating. And then and then even even Bobby's all like, yeah, no no, Spidey, we um, you know, it's it's were um it just it struck me weird that that these these are characters the the x men are hated and and feared and and uh are different so people tend to be very ignorant about them but but here they are pretty much prejudging a spider-man without
2: you no know, who's hated and feared
1: so yeah you think they they they'd be somewhat sympathetic to the cause but it's it's there's a um the whole reason why Spider Man is here is because Logan wanted him here. Um you know, Wolverine figured Spidey would be a good fit for the school. If anybody could could teach him about, you know, power and responsibility and 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 being awkward and, and those teenage years, then uh Spidey would be a good fit. Um but there's a reason why that's not the only uh reason why Spidey is here. There's um
0: he's, he's really? kind
1: of on a mission yeah and i, I won't i't won't spoil it for the people out there so it's, it it's it's a fairly new issue um i'll tell you after Vince but it it's uh so he's he's somewhat on a mission and and it's uh we'll see how that goes but it it, it ends with a cliffhanger um the uh uh i i enjoyed it i um uh, i really i didn't know what to expect going in and uh it this isn't your Spider-Verse Spider-Man. It is not connected to that. It's, it's, um, it's, it's a Spider-Man book with Spider-Man in the world of, um, of mutants. They go on a field trip to the, uh, to the museum, and, uh, which seems kind of awkward. So, I mean, you just, you read this, and and it's hard to believe that this, this could be the same universe or the same character that's dealing with something in Spider-Verse, or, um, or or it just it it's a nice break, I guess, from from some of the heavier things going on elsewhere in the Marvel universe. I, I appreciate it. I, I and I recommend it. I thought uh and it looks great. Um I'm, I'm not familiar with the artist, but it is um it's it's a good book. It doesn't it looks a little bit like a, a grown up Marvel Adventures book where it's not it it's mm-hmm. not the uh toned down or, or broad black lines that that you would see in those issues there's still a lot of detail here there's still um it's it's really well thought out um, the action scenes the fights are, are easy to follow um, but it's mostly I'm I'm enjoying it mostly for spiderman because I'm I I like seeing him in a different um just a different environment. He's not used to this. I mean, yeah, he is a teacher. He has taught and, and he's, he, he's good at that. Um, but he's a little bit out of his comfort zone as far as who he's teaching. And, and these are kind of like the trouble kids. There's, there's even a breakfast club reference. They, it's, it's pretty witty. It, I, I thought that the, a lot of the writing was, was clever. So I, I, I would recommend it.
2: I think Logan made a good call. I do too. I mean, what would you rather have? Peter Parker or <laughs> the, the, the bald guy in the wheelchair <laughs> who, had, who, had, who has made many, many mistakes. I mean, Peter has made his share of mistakes, yes. but not to the degree of, of Charles. Right. Charles Charles has, has messed up many times. Uh, and he's dead. And he's dead. <laughs> in, 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 in quotes. In quotes. But um, speaking of Hank McCoy, remember what we said a long time ago uh, that uh, when Hank brought... Uh, the original X-Men through the time stream into the present Marvel Universe, that there will be a comeuppance for Mr. McCoy? Yes. Did you see what is on the table for the X-Universe in the future? No. The trial of Hank McCoy. <laughs> yes,
3: well, he <laughs> has it coming.
2: <laughs> yep. Well, he sure has it coming, because he did something that was incredibly stupid. Yes. And uh, well-intentioned, he's Marvel's, yes. He's but... Marvel's
3: version of the Book smart guy with no common sense. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah. Might sound good. And I swear theory. to
3: Christ, if I never see the one antelope horned version of Hank ever again, it'll be
2: <laughs> too soon. <laughs> oh come on! You didn't like him in Sword either, did you? Who did? Oh, I did. I did. Me. Come on! I loved him in Sword. Like oh,
3: stop it! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I just like him because you do. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, That's funny. Scott Sanders. But, David, I am going to buy Steve that. Sanders. Uh, Steve Sanders, right? Steve Sanders. Yeah. yeah. I put it off for a week because um I didn't get to the shop last week because of the weather. But uh, I will be there tomorrow and I'm going to grab that. I think you'll dig it. Oh, I'm sure I will. Anything with Peter in is okay with that's me. True. That's true. That's true.
1: Yeah.
3: You all read uh, Southern Bastards number six?
1: No shit, no. Come
3: on, son. I, dude, no, I because
1: I was. Uh, you know why? You know, How much can we read? It's dude, you used to
3: fifty comics a week. You've mentioned three.
1: Yeah, you know what? But you know what though? You have to mention when if if you go at a pretty good <laughs> clip and you read like ten to twelve comics a week. That's or or in a couple of days. That's awesome. But then you read an issue of Secret Wars two, and all of that comes <laughs> to because that is like a dozen comics in 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 fucking twenty pages. He yeah, is, we got we got to
3: get this Secret Wars episode out of the way so that we can move on.
1: We do be, and I think if if it was just gonna be Secret Wars, we'd have a great fucking time. But now that Secret Wars two is involved, and I'm reading nah, that, I, dis,
3: I disagree, and I don't want to spoil the episode, but I, I I'm having a ball rereading. I had a ball rereading Secret Wars two.
1: I, I'm having a ball reading the crossovers because I'm remembering so much of oh yeah this is what Captain America was doing then and this is oh yeah these two issues of Spidey and and I I haven't read a Ron Friends drawn Spider Man issue in 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 a long time so I'm enjoying the trip down memory lane as far as that goes but um I am just not if if you just read the I, I'm up to the I'm about to start the I think maybe third issue and. No, yes, I'm about to start the third issue, and it's just so. It, I well, I'll I'll save it. it it's
3: gotta it's, save it, dude.
1: It's so fucking hard. No. So no, it's so good. Oh god, no! The first one
2: was good. First one. Was so um, I saw the price of the box set. No. Oh, how much? Yeah, five hundred bucks. That's it. Five hundred retail. Retail five hundred. Oh, I'm on it then.
3: Oh, that's Probably 300, 300 DCBS.
2: Oh, I would assume, well, yeah. The,
3: well, probably 40% off, right? Yeah. Let's see if
2: we, that would be nice, that wouldn't would it?
3: would be sweet. If it's 300, I'm on it like a bonnet.
2: Fuck
3: that. nice. Faux fo, fo shome.
2: That amazes me because I know for a fact you probably have all those <gasps> oh, issues I do. too. Yeah. It's
3: all good. I watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy for the third time this weekend.
2: Nice.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Always good.
3: My wife's first time seeing it.
1: Oh, that's you right.
2: Think? She loved it. Of course she did. Nice. It great. Smart and sexy. I said it twice this yes, episode. It's true. Yeah. lie. can't argue you that. Know what? I, I uh, picked up the breadcrumbs you left, and I read Lazarus. I read both trades. Uh No, not both. The first and second trades.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think it's great. It I, is, I think right? they really...
0: Yeah, okay, they got something.
2: The Carlisles are a bunch of dicks. Oh, well, yeah. But, but, um, the, the, the scene where she goes to meet the other, um, uh, augmented character yeah. and, and she, it, that, that was brilliantly done. Well, the other Lazarus, I mean. Yeah, the, the other Lazarus. Yeah. And, and you could see the attraction between them, but they're like, nah, this would never work.
3: Oh, they wanted to fuck for sure.
2: Oh, for real. Yeah. Uh, but Michael Lark, wow. I, I, I usually don't like, um this level of realism. Right, in, in, right. In my, in my comics, but I think he pulls it off very nicely. Yeah.
3: And, and it's, it's funny because you talk about Lark and then I think of, uh, I think of Daredevil in collaboration with Bendis and then I think of Malev. Right. And, uh, Malev managed to do something I thought was impossible, which is Make a BPRD Hellboy book? Something I don't want to read anymore of.
2: <laughs> you didn't like that. Huh? Oh, whew. you did? Uh, I can't comment on that right now. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: that's that's an odd.
2: How, how's that for judicious? I I didn't care for. Uh,
3: thank either. you. Okay. There yeah. Keep it real, dude. Uh, no. I know. I did. uh I reread. I had fallen so far behind that I started over with Manhattan Projects.
2: Uh, oh, I need to. Oh, I was gonna do that too. And you know what? I was going through my books. Mm-hmm. I found East of West volume 1, 2, and 3. Oh, well you need, i I've, re, I've read East of West twice now. I've, uh-huh. I i got to get on oh, it. Oh yeah, please. East of West.
3: Pitara's art is so good and it hurts my heart that I don't own any of it, but it also hurts my heart that how much it costs. Uh,
1: yeah, wait, oh, you yeah. own Pitara art?
3: No, no, no. He, he was cool enough to draw on the jam piece, but I mean a page of his. I don't, I don't, I don't you know. You
1: don't have a page of Manhattan Projects. I thought.
3: No, 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 no. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, you uh, I'm, I'm confusing. I mean, he, he said, Vince said East of West, I meant Dragata. Sorry. Oh, yes, yes, no, I know. Yeah. I, I own, I own a Patara Manhattan Projects page, which I love. And in fact, um, he, Patara's actually caught on the Comic Art Fans and offered to buy the page back from me because he's upset that he sold it to me. <laughs> but, no, no, no. Patara art I own. Uh, I'm talking
0: about Dragata Dr- Dr- yeah. Dr- yeah. art. My
3: Nick's, my Nick's, my, my Hickman Nick partner is my Knicks, my, my confused. Vince veered me when he said the East of West. No, the, I look at the East of West and I think how unbelievably much I love that art. But yes. he does it all digitally except for the covers, so that's the unfortunate thing.
2: So, what did you say to, to um, Dragata when he, you you to to when he asked you to buy the page, or Pitar when he asked you to buy the pageback? No,
3: I just I said that's nice. I said that's that's good to know, but I'm glad I got it from <laughs> me before you before you change your mind.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. In a in a sense, You <laughs> 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 did that. Guy. That's
3: basically what I thought. It's beautiful. Uh, but but no, so Manhattan Projects I reread the um I have the issues, but I also then double dipped with the uh, hardcover, um, uh, which reprints. I think the first twelve issues. I I should have <laughs> looked before we recorded, but but uh I just started over and reread it, and it's so damn good. There's so many little nuances and complexities to that story. Um Each of the characters is 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 just wild and distinctive. It's like um the characterization is like Chew on with a serious tip, like it's it's crazy and zany, but it's ominous. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not it it. There is some humor in it, but it's dark humor. It's 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 the dark recesses of the human condition.
2: All right, I'm gonna have to read that. Mm, we'll I've read been that. I've been holding off for too long. I, I have them. I've just never gotten around to reading them. Oh, it's it's great. I mean, you've
3: got Einstein, who's to, to mention hopping Einstein, and you've got. uh You've got Feynman, and you got—it's—it's it's just great. I mean, I just—you got Fermi, who's an alien. You've got—it's just every one of them is just spent. It's great. So,
2: ah, uh, silly me, what was I thinking? Mm
3: mm-hmm. You
2: weren't. I feel like Did I'll never
3: had- talk about his image in Marvel anymore. I gotta read a DC book. I gotta pull out some Vertigo books or something and read. I actually have the latest Fables trade sitting in my bag to read, but I just haven't—I didn't get a chance to read it yet this week.
2: Oh, we could tag team on that if That's you want. Cool. Oh good. Speaking of um,
3: which, well, I will say a quick shout out. Um I was a huge fan of the uh Walking Dead um video games for the iPad, the uh Telltale by Telltale. Right. And they have rec- recently finished the um there's another Telltale game called A Wolf Among Us, which is uh set in the Fables world. No way. Yeah, and uh and I I downloaded it uh last week and I've played through the first 2 of 5 chapters. And it's freaking awesome, man. You get to be Bigby, you're Bigby. And there is a fable was murdered. And so he sets about to try and solve the murder. It's awesome.
2: Oh, I'm going to have to look at that. Oh, up. it's
3: neat. It's really neat. If anyone that's familiar at all with the walking dead telltale, it's the exact same interface and engine. So, um, playing it is from a mechanical standpoint is exactly the same as that. Only you're set in the fables world. So, um, it's great. And there's, there's there's little Easter eggs. There's, um, there's like a, a one 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 little spot where he's he's looking on you look on the wall and it says uh you know Leo Lola right like Steve Lea Lola and there's just oh, nice. all little 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 sight gags and stuff um and the and the characters are rendered to be very evocative of uh of Buckingham's look which is great so having a lot of
2: fun with it and and what platform I, i'm assuming that it's all yeah
3: i'm on i'm using it iOS i, I i'm pretty sure it's it it sold well it I'm pretty sure it was a PC game originally and a download and did really well on that platform and then they've I don't know how long it's been out on the iOS uh but but I just recently discovered it. I think I discovered it because um iTunes put out their best of stuff on the store and I happened to be browsing and I think this is one of their best of so I downloaded it cuz it's complete now. It you know you you can buy it by chapter or if you wait right. for these things to finish, it's usually a five chapter game. You can buy the, all five chapters all at once for a discount, which is what I did. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's, it's been, it's been a blast. I mean, um, Beauty is, is, is working nights as a, um, as a receptionist at a, at a whore motel. Uh, Beast thinks at one point that I'm fucking Beast, a beauty, because he catches us talking in the hotel and then he fights and so I have to fight Beast even though He's my boy. Um, there's a golem that you have to beat the living hell out of at one point. Uh, there's, there's, oh, cool. there's troll hookers. That, oh, nice. Yep. There's, uh, well, they are under the bridge. Yep. There's, uh, there's, uh, uh, blue beard, snow white, all the, you know, there's, there's all lots of very, very cool stuff going on. And it's, it's a, it's a detective mystery, a whodunit. So. Uh, mm. And it's a choose your own adventure, just like with Walking Dead. So your choices affect the outplay, you know, the gameplay uh, in terms of who who done it, who you pursue, who you accuse, the clues you track down. Uh, it's it's great. It's a lot of fun.
2: Uh, the current uh, issues of Fables are killing me. E- each one has a backup called the last. Insert character here. Story like the last snow white story, the last uh, rose red. Oh, it's killing me. It's so hard to read knowing that this series is going to end soon.
3: I know. I know. It's weird. It's 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 one of those books that's been with me in a big way for essentially the entirety of our time doing this show. Mhm. Um so I will definitely miss it. And mm-hmm. I think we both we've talked about this on the show before, but but I think after the original arc was over there was a, a bit of a natural letdown and digestion period. Um, not to say – I think the Mr. Black stuff would have in and of it, – on its own would have would have read really well. But I think because it was following on such a long – the original story, um, it, it felt a little anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know that it's even fair that it felt that way, but I think it certainly did feel that way for most of us that read it um and and but now that they've gotten beyond that it's it's i've I've thought it's been as good as it's ever been
2: yep I think it floundered for a little while too, but for me the the hook was always Buckingham yeah e- even though the the storyline wasn't as compelling as that first long arc uh the visuals were always on point. Every issue.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
3: No diggity.
2: And you know who else is on point?
3: Discount comic book
2: service. For real. Discount comic book service where you can get your books and get them fast and get them delivered right to your door for a fraction of what you're gonna pay at the uh, brick and mortar stores. For example, Dark Horse Richard Corbin Rat Guard number one, 199. Image Spawn Resurrection number one, dollar 49. Marvel, Spider-Gwen, number one, $1.99. Mm-hmm. And do not forget about the Valiant First Look book, where you can get that at uh, Comicsology, Comics Plus, Madefire, and DriveThruComics.com. And if you haven't bought the Valiant number one yet, I don't want to know you, because it, it, it's so excellent. Um, in Your Travels, this is a book uh, to which I awarded the best new series in the 11 o'clockers last year. Huh. Do you remember? Remember what it was?
3: For which category?
2: Best New Series. It oh. was not Undertow. Mm.
3: I do not remember. Oh, 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 Profit.
2: No, mm. no. Close, close. Um... Written by Frank Barbieri. Uh, uh, five, ghosts. five ghosts. Yes. Most of the art was by Chris Mooneyham. One issue here. You can here. also
3: get five ghosts art from Felix at Felix Comic Art.
2: Really? Uh, most of the art was done by Chris Mooneyham. There's one issue done by Gary Brown, and it's awesome. It's the, uh it uh, details the story of the Massa Mooney sword, with the two brothers, Massa and Mooney, they, uh, they're swordsmiths and they craft this, uh, this ultimate weapon, the finest sword ever created. But, uh, they made a deal with a demon and the demon imprisoned their souls in the sword. That's the first story. Um, but it's, uh, I love the hook of five ghosts where you have, uh, Fabian Grey who's in, infused with the power of the dreamstone and he can call upon the abilities and, and powers of five of the greatest literary figures ever. Um, the archer, the magician, the detective, the samurai and the vampire. Uh, we all know who they are. They don't specifically ever say who they are, but we, we know who they are. And, uh, uh, Chris Mooneyham's art. Ah, it, it's, it's like Sal Basima in the modern day. I, I, I absolutely adore his art. Um, and, uh, when, when you say Dark Knight returns, David, who do we think about inks on that? Oh, there's Klaus. Yes. It looks like, um, Busima inked by Klaus Jansen. Wow. Yeah. Have you not seen Five Ghosts? Yeah. It's amazing. I, yeah. I just, I didn't, I, <sighs> it, it's Jansen all the way, man. Okay. Uh, if this, if this, these issues were printed magazine size, I would think I was back in the Bronze Age reading, like, Marvel's Bizarre Adventures.
1: Yeah, it definitely evoked that feeling.
2: Oh yeah, it's total Bronze Age, and I love this book. Fabian Gray's a dick. Some people call him a treasure hunter, other people call him a thief, but he's really good at what he does, and he's able to augment his already formidable powers with the powers of five literary figures. It's amazing. So, I read uh Five Ghosts, Volume Two, which is called Lost Coastlines, and you should get it because it is amazing.
3: I have the first three trades.
2: Wait, trade number three's out? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: <laughs> Ain't when I fall behind. Mm. When did th- trade three come out? Don't know. I have them all though. Shit. Well, get trade two and three, because we want to see this book continue forever and ever and ever. It's 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 so good. If if you have a soft spot for the Bronze Age, like I do, it 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 would it's like eating a box of, of chocolate. It just makes you, you know, feel. Life is like a life.
1: box of chocolates. Yeah, it's true.
2: Not my life, no, no, <laughs> no, no. I I plan ahead because I know what I'm gonna get.
3: Not the I stack a box of
2: chocolate. I already have my reply for when David opens his his uh, gift on our, oh, our next show. Nice. Year. I already have my reply, uh, ready. What is it? I'm very excited. Sonic, I can't notes. say. Aww. That's next week, right? We do the gifts. Assuming we, we all get our,
3: our respective yes. gifts. Although I don't know that we have a date set for what week, day we're going to record next week.
2: But yes, that's true. Whenever we can do it, we'll do it because we we got to have one every week.
3: Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'll be on the episode.
2: Oh, no, <laughs> stop Oh, that'd be a whole lot of fun. What? Hey,
1: it's nonsense.
2: Nonsense. It's oh, Jason. oh, wait, no. Crickets. He yes. a dick right up. <laughs>
1: Actually, no, what we'll do is we'll read off what we got, Jason. We'll like, oh, I think he'd love this. Uh In your travels... You were finished, right, Vince? I, Of course okay. I am finished yet. Um, You know what? I don't think we've talked about Image much tonight, so I'm going to say... uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny when you have to tell someone it's funny. The, uh, you know what? I, it took me a while, but I finally finished. Um, I don't want to say finished. I, I read issue twenty three a while ago, and tonight I finished issue twenty four, of uh Saga.
3: About the same time.
1: Yeah, for real. And it's, um, it's. I'm behind. But you can go into detail. No, no, it's, it's, um, it was very easy to kind of fall off a bit. It's, um, because things were, it just. It hit a lull in the late teens. Yes, it did. And,
3: and. But I think it really picked back up.
1: It has, Mm -hmm. it really has picked back up. I thought 23 was good because, um, you know, they're, they're finally waking up and, and, you know, the whole, this subplot was kind of, um
2: You talk about the journalists? The
1: journalists didn't bother me. The, the, the kind of, the thing with the, the, the TV studio and, and the, uh, and yeah. just, and whether or not Marco's having the affair with, with, with the pig pixie chick. It's just, it, I don't, it Home was. girl's doing the drugs and the- You know, so I was just like, this is, this, this isn't what I signed it's up like for. It's like real life, right? Yeah, I guess. As,
3: no, I mean like in the sense that it gets boggled down in yes, yeah. Like the Actually, like the 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 rigmarole of of married life. I mean, like stress and money and support and being disconnected and then she's she's getting involved in things like drug addiction because she's trying to You know what I mean? Like just yeah. just stuff that's, that's 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 certainly realistic but but not necessarily something that
1: Compelling. And And it was, and yeah, yeah, and and it's not like it was bogged down with it from the get-go. So it just, it, it felt like a little bit that it came out of left field, but we are, it looks like we're, we're, we're getting the the train back on the rails and, and, uh, we're moving forward where, um, things that we thought may have, um, may have been apparent in the past, not so much now, uh as far as characters and characters who may have died. Um I uh I really like the Will Sister um and and her sidekick. Um the uh the, the Saint Bernard that looks like Deadpool. We have uh um Dead Drool. The Drool <laughs> Um I the last the last page I thought was really great. There's a dream sequence or, or a, um, get yeah, his dream sequence involving, uh, <laughs> no, not, not involving, not spoilers, involving, <laughs> uh, involving, <laughs> uh, involving stalk. Oh, um, it was, uh, it, it was, it, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's in my travels. So you can have a beer with it and burp and, and, uh, and just good, good times overall. But it was, um, it, I think I also liked it because we didn't get so much marco and 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 hazel and um because we were kind of setting up other characters and I, I appreciated that after coming off the 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 family drama so um yeah still in your travels read it catch up with it it's um it's it's drawn by the amazing Fiona Staples, who will be taking her talents for three issues and relaunching Archie with Mark Wade.
3: You just, I was going to mention that. Yes.
1: And I think that is, that's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's.
3: And many of us were in a total panic when we heard the news because we said, what's that mean about Saga? So she quickly re- clarified and said, no worries. It's not going to affect Saga's schedule at all. I did. I,
1: unless unless Vaughn needed time off to do something and, and, you know, it just worked in their schedule where she could spend six months on something, but it's, it's only going to be the three issues and, or at least to start. And, um, and yeah, but I think it's, you know, the, the people over at Archie, they're not, uh, they're not faking moves. They, um,
3: yo, they are making moves. I, I, it's, I, that'd be three Archie books. I'm reading on the regular.
1: That's, that's,
2: that's fantastic. I am, uh, I hope it takes off. Um why won't it? Purely for selfish reasons because I bought the Fiona Staples variant cover of Betty and Veronica Ooh. where she uh did Betty and Veronica as mermaids. Ooh. And, and and I do believe that that she is She's totally on fleece to that cover. It, it's true, but I I believe that that is the first time she drew both characters. So if this takes off, I can probably turn that around for a couple bucks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I, mean, I
3: think the thing about that series at least for me will be what happens after her four issues.
1: Right. Yeah, who comes on with issue 4 and right. and where does it? I mean, her design sense is enough where I think it um uh I I Yeah, no, I'm 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 optimistic. I I don't think that uh if they take it out, I'm all in.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: Kevin Keller.
3: No. Yep. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm talking about that. I'm talking about some
2: hot. I'm talking about taking it out. Kevin's not hot kid. Yeah, you know well, they. they, they right. Some constituency. We we need some transgender Archie characters. Do we though? Yeah. About <laughs> real life, bro. Seriously, Don't we already have Jughead. I mean. Oh, oh Ethel. Oh, Ethel's Apple. got a dick. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think Jughead
3: travels in Paxman and does it from the back.
2: Uh, we're so bad. That is not even funny. <laughs> that's a shame. So we're why do you think they call her Big Ethel? Yeah, really. Ah, yeah. oh,
3: goddamn bear. Oh, Seriously. So in your travels, the first thing you need to do is take a moment, send uh whether it be mental, Twitter, Facebooks, email, some way, shape, or form, Figure out your way to connect to the cosmos and thank Mr. Jack Davis for an unbelievable career because he announced today that he is retiring yeah. uh, at 90 years young. Good for him. He's a man who has been doing published illustration since 1936. Jesus. Yep. To put a finer point on that, he had been drawing comics for 13 years professionally by the time my father was born. <laughs> I mean, that, uh, um, in tip top comics number nine. I'd love to own that issue. I assume it's an obscenely expensive issue. Uh, but e- either way, the coolest thing about this whole thing is that at 90, he retires and he clarifies it. it's not because he can't draw anymore. It's because it's not up to the level of professionalism that he has come to expect of himself. How awesome is that? Yep. I mean, this is dude that could bang out little sketches probably for a couple grand a piece just because he's Jack Davis and he's like NASA,
2: And there is absolutely no shame in that.
3: Oh, I know. Not some no.
2: Yeah, no. That's a that's the way to do it. Uh if there's one person uh currently breathing that can act like they've been there, it's Jack Davis. Absolutely. Cuz yeah, he he's done it all. Yep.
3: And in your travels, um although we've been hinting for several weeks that we're going to be dissecting in uh great detail the one the, the 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 reasonably good Secret Wars and the fantastic Secret Wars too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, oh, you're a dick! With, you are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> must, must be opposite
3: I'm, <laughs> Really? I'm going to invite our listeners to play along with me. Um, this week, I have put in my bag the original Black Sad to reread mm. by Messrs. Missus Juan Diaz Canales and one Yo Garnido, um, mainly because it's been a while since I've read it, and I want to reread it so that I can then go ahead and read the other, the follow-up graphic novels that have come out in the last few years, including Amarillo, which came out this couple months ago, and also the one before it, so.
2: Is there five now? No.
1: Uh, I, this, because the first one has, I think, two or three, has three stories in it. Yeah. And then the one from a couple of years ago, and then the one that was released this year, which I still have to get.
2: But there's only three.
1: There's three collecting yeah, all that the they've Dark done. Force originals
3: hardcovers.
2: Right, 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 right. Oh, okay.
3: So I am planning on, if things go according to plan, and my family cooperates with me with birthday celebrations and all that, I will be reading all of the Black Sads and discussing them next week. Nice. Although we're not going to have a lot of time next week with I don't think so Christmas gifts and all that. But but either way, I, then then at some point in the coming weeks, I will be discussing Black Sad.
2: Nice, Good. love that.
3: Series. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you hilarious. have you read the more recent stuff?
2: I have the first one. Amario. No.
3: Okay, so I'll be that. the first one to read Amario, and I'll be sticking in your face.
2: I have it. I just like there's not enough hours in the it's
3: day. It's true. It's very difficult to. uh to get it all in there, isn't it?
2: I'm still trying to finish my picture box books. I ordered about five or six of the last books that they put out, and I, I still can't get to them.
3: Oh, and and one other thing, um, hmm. it is two weeks until the end of the year, and I have been woefully remiss uh, in doing anything for the eleven o'clockers. Uh, and to be honest, I'm 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 struggling a bit with the right uh, mechanism to solicit. Votes this year. Um, Why,
2: Sur- Survey Monkey didn't work out.
3: Survey Monkey was good. It was a little kludgy though, um, and I think because uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I likely will go back to SurveyMonkey, Monkey, but I haven't committed to it yet. I'm, I'm, I would ideally love to do it somewhere where where we could just have a little little more control over the the structure and and mm. that sort of thing without having to. There's a lot of manual labor even with SurveyMonkey in terms of populating the questions and then taking the answers and putting them into a usable format. Um, but but nevertheless, regardless, I shall persevere. Uh, I am man, hear me roar. Uh, but we will <laughs> be putting up our – in some way, shape, or form, stay tuned. We'll have the nomination mechanisms up. Um, and I may, quote, may, since we have a bit of a transition this year between balancing Facebook page and our new forums and – Maybe Survey Monkey that I also may this year allow email entries. But I haven't committed to Thanks. that yet, so don't people people don't start sending me emails yet. But I will let you all know <laughs> probably <laughs> next week or the week after if emails are allowable. I may use it this year just because we're getting such a late start, and I feel like that may let some people participate that otherwise would wouldn't wouldn't because we're getting a late start. So it's
1: a big step. If um it. Rough estimate, if you if if you take a stab at it, what is what do you think is the oldest what has been on your regime the longest?
3: Oof Wow, that is a great question. Um Are you asking okay, well let me clarify. Do you mean the by age of the work or by no. age of how long I've owned it but not read it? The latter. Okay. Whew. Goodness. Uh oh, I mean I would say uh the Hellboy stuff. So that's six, well, whenever seven the, years? the library came out, wh- when was that? I mean
1: That was, was five years ago? I was I was about to, yeah, that might my, my guess.
3: No, you know what? That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Okay. Because now that I think about it, there I, I own tons of back issues that I've I've never read that I've bought over the years. Okay. That some are probably 15 20 years old.
1: Wow, okay. <laughs> Why are you laughing at it? Cuz I read everything I when could, I
2: get it. No, no, that's the problem. I could insert any showcase or essential in there. Like I have oh, the sure. Yeah. Yeah, I have the essentials going back to the the original ugly design right. and I I haven't read them. I I
1: haven't finished the 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 man thing essential i have but the the reason i asked is because no, i was here i know i know um is because i am finally going to sit down and read i won these on ebay and i'm going to finally sit down and read the um the lobe sale batman uh dark victory and and long halloween and that's I,
3: interesting because I've never read those either and those are two of the few absolutes that I don't own because I haven't read them. So I don't know if it's
1: worth owning the absolutes. I, I won these on eBay over a decade ago before I left – before we moved into this house when I still lived in Tarrytown. So that is um, – that's um yeah, that's uh, at least 2003 maybe.
2: Mm-hmm. Can, I com- can I comment? Sure. Long Halloween is terrible. Really? It's, it's terrible. Wow. Yeah. I think you just, they, oh. they, they named it correctly. It's, <laughs> uh-huh. way, it's way, way too long. Way too long. Yeah. But to, don't let my opinion cloud your judgment. You, you read it and you tell me about it.
1: Okay.
2: Cause I, it, I, I almost, I almost couldn't get through I it. I bought,
1: well, one of them, one of them takes place after, after year one because of that. I know, I think Falcone plays a, part in it but um i i won those two after i bought catwoman when in rome as they were coming out and i still haven't read that and i i mean i bought those as they were coming out and i just put them off to the side because i wanted to read the other two i won them and i just i still haven't read them so it's
2: um when in rome is caviar and long halloween is uh craft macaroni and cheese
1: and what about dark victory
2: Oh, I like that. I thought it was good. Yeah. It was decent. Um not Dark Knight Returns levels, but it's it's okay. I, I enjoyed it. But uh Long Halloween, man, it took I, I don't even think I finished it. Is that it. even is that the first one? Is that the reading order? I
1: and mean, it's I, I put them uh let's see it's um
2: on. Thunkka thonka kinda... thunka thunka.
1: Uh, Long Halloween is first, cause that came out in 96, and then Dark Victory came out in 99. Right,
2: right. I'm, I'm guessing that you're gonna enjoy Dark Victory, but I, I'm hoping you like Long Halloween too. Oh, we'll see if I get through it, but okay, alright. Yeah, no, you will. Yeah, you, you love Gotham. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love how you <laughs> say that with disdain.
2: Right? Not a place I like to visit. I'm sorry.
3: God, I would love for I, someone I, to pull the Wayback Machine, though, and play your views on Gotham and Batman from just a few years ago.
2: I know. Yeah, well, sorry. Luckily, we can't. Those are lost forever. People change. You know what? <laughs> you, 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 I wanted to comment before about when you were saying uh, we should read more DC books. The only DC book that I'm buying is Loba. just got canceled. See, now I Oh, I, right, Lobo, I, I forgot now, about that. Now,
1: now, are these actually being cancelled or is this an Age of Apocalypse type thing where they're just going away during oh.
2: conversions? I don't know, I'm yeah, just saying- Yeah, I was gonna the, say. The the, 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 the news, uh, blurb was, Infinity Man and the Forever People has been cancelled.
3: Right, but I, I, I people are all like, oh my god, 13D, and I'm like, dude, guys, say our first rodeo. They've got a mini moving event going on. Th- they're canceling books with quotes canceling half of the, I mean, more than half of these are going to relaunch in some capacity right away. Right. I mean, it's like they're canceled for one previews. <laughs> you're going to get next previews You're going to see 10 new DC books.
2: I will say that trimming the, uh, lantern universe is a really good thing at this point.
3: You know, I feel like uh, I haven't read lantern, any lantern stuff in so long, but I, I, from some of our more DC centric podcast friends, I feel like, uh, it's, well, since bounced back from the Jeff the post Jeff Johns lull, yeah, and uh, a lot of people have been digging a lot of what's going on. So, mm. that may be something that uh, in the 2015 Con season I looked to grab a few few collected editions or single issue packs, as it were, um, because I I it's one of the sets subsets of the DC universe I've always quite enjoyed, but I just got burnt out after the whole epic multi year Johns run that it just Shit. got away from me.
1: I'm in, yeah. I'm enjoying Sinestro. I haven't read the Godhead issue, Ugh. but I I mean those first six issues and and the Futures End. I enjoyed Sinestro a lot.
2: Yeah, Sinestro's is good.
1: And and yeah, and I have to um I have a couple issues of Teen Titans and and uh I have two and three of Lobo, and I may stick with Deathstroke for another issue or two.
2: I'm sticking with Lobo. I, I gave it a. I the second issue was not very good. But it, it bounced back big time with issue top. I'm out
3: on both Tap out.
2: Really?
1: Yeah.
3: And yeah. I, I and
2: I'll
1: uh I'll I'll read yeah, I'll I'll see if this um this end game storyline in, in Batman keeps moving at a good clip. So we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, I just, I'm not, it's not, it's, up the table. it's not sight unseen. It's not like a blanket statement. layout like, oh Fuck this. It's just, I, I enjoy, I just, I read what I like. And, and sometimes what they're doing over there isn't always exciting. Though.
3: Oh my God. I thought... Can I just tell you something?
2: <laughs> what? This
3: is fucking oh my God. awesome.
2: Awesome. What's that?
3: Anthony's, Anthony Schneider, the art Follow dealer. The art? Yeah. He just listed a cover to Marvel Age War Machine fanzine from 1994. Signed, hard? signed by the artist.
1: G- Gordon Gecko,
3: Gabriel Gecko.
1: Yep. Nice. How much?
3: Well, that's the rub. Oh. Two G's. <gasps> <laughs>
2: Yes, he knows. <laughs> Holy shit!
3: But I love it. There's even I, oh man. The next time he comes on, we're gonna. You gotta look at this. He signed it, Gecko, and he drew it like a gecko. His signature <laughs> right. is is lizard esque.
2: No class, man. What is? Uh, with him? Why didn't he just do a piece of curled parchment? Bob Wycheck also. <laughs> <laughs> nice with the Wycheck. Let's just. Gabriel has very much.
3: Transcended. And we we that the shit out of the Kinski trade when it came out two, three years ago. So.
2: Because he's awesome. Of course. Yeah, but we. All, I mean, we all have humble beginnings, right? Where you don't hit the ground running, and as far wow. as our. Oh yeah, as far as ours. Speak for Yeah. Right? Come on. Come on, son.
3: I was like fucking the Roadrunner at birth. <laughs> <laughs> Shut out of
2: there. Tap that ass. <laughs> Uh, what do I want to talk about? Is it time to leave? It is, yeah, Yes. Ah, uh, I, I had something to say and I can't remember what it was. I hate when that happens. This is
3: the You're... last episode I'll be doing in my thirties.
2: Oh. <laughs> Dude, it only gets better. It does. say? Oh, I know what I want to say, David. I thought about you today. Of course you did. Why? No, I mean more you than you know from social I... media, but <laughs> right? I had. And you were touching it? I had to take. <laughs> <laughs> <That's the tip>. <laughs> <laughs> you I, I had to take the pup to the to the to the vet. Oh, oh.
3: Nah, just now in it's all not funny and shit.
2: <laughs> no, no, just for a checkup. He was he's having some problem with his eye. The the other dog bit him in the in the oh. eye, and it was like see, just irritated his eye. Lazy no No, he was squinting like Popeye for a day. Mm. And, uh, I'm looking, I'm, I'm in the office and we're in the, the, the examination room and I look on the wall and it says, dogs will accept you as the boss. Cats want to see your resume first. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is total David Price.
0: Yeah. Oh, Here and- shit.
2: That, thank you for listening uh, yet again. If you would like to join us next week, you can find this, the next one of these the same place you found this one of these. And we thank you for for being here during this mess mm-hmm. because we love you so much. David loves you. Uh, yeah. Join us! Join us next week for our holiday episode. Yes. Well, hi. Say good night, David. Good night, David. And if you're so inclined, please leave us an iTunes review. We, we love those. Come to our forum. Where? 11 com. Because we, we need, we need some guys to, to comment on the recent episodes cause the, the regulars have been slacking off.
3: We also Damn could not. use, uh, Facebook posts. Oh yes, we love 11 them. o'clock comics Facebook group. Yep. We also could use iTunes reviews. Said that. Well, I'm, I'm, re- I'm re-saying it because people kind of tune you out. <laughs> That's right, yeah. He talks, he he's, talks so damn much. He's telling for he's his friends. It. He talks so damn much. And, uh, I, I was gonna shout out all of our Twitter handles, but honestly, Vince has gone the way of, uh, of the Dodo Bird when it comes to Twitter. Uh, yeah.
2: I'll go back on the uh, damn
3: But David is David A. Price, all one tweet handle. And I am JB Wood, J-A-Y, the letter B, Wood. And, uh, if you wanna follow Vince, you're gonna... Be waiting for Godot, but it's, it's V-I-N-C-E-B-O-N.
2: Did you say waiting for Godot? He's <laughs> <Giselle? laughs> such a dick. My dinner with Andre. Jerk. And
3: if you're clamoring for a last minute Christmas present. Ooh. Not for us, but for your loved ones. Oh. Well, we, if we're, if we're your loved ones, all the better. But, 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 uh, but two art dealers who I'm particularly fond of are having end of the year sales. Uh, Mr. Jason Schachter at Essential Sequential is mm. offering a 20% off coupon in the three year end, which is pretty damn good. That's a big discount. Um, he, and he's not typically one who discounts. So that's, that's a big, big doings. If you've been eyeing up a page from say, uh, Ramon Perez or, uh, Mateo Scalera or Mr. Sean Gordon Murphy or, uh, the aforementioned ra- Juan Garnito, mm. this is your chance. Uh, and then certainly, um, also of importance is our good buddy Paolo at Cadence Comic Art is also having a holiday sale and the sale ranges from 10 to I think 30% depending on the artist. Wow. So, um,
2: Who, who reps trackinoff?
3: Trackanoff is represented by Court Gibault at ComicConArt.com. Hmm. Love some of that damn you. So, any other artists yeah. you want to know who's rep
2: by? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, well, the 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 one I would kill to have an original art uh piece was Richard Corbin, but he's far too expensive.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't know who, I don't know that he has a direct rep actually.
2: No, no. I don't think he does, but uh you're talking big bucks, Richard Corbin. So, Ain't gonna happen. I just have to you know whatever. Uh, who, I'll ne- never I'll never, never own done. a Kirby. Who, I'll never own a Kirby and I'll never own a Corbin. Who were you damning just now, Vince? Uh, uh Jesus? I don't uh, know. I was just I was just damning someone. You can't okay.
3: damn baby Jesus
1: with <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> eight <laughs> pounds, six ounce baby Jesus. <laughs>
1: I like I like my Jesus oh, t
3: shirt. Did we did we thank uh Mr. Papercut cut this week? Who? Papercut. Why do we thank him? I'm sorry, not Papercut. Do we thank Dr. Keith this week?
2: Oh, for the yes. Oh, we should. We should thank Papercut too. Thank you, Papercut. Yeah. Thanks to paper, but yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> more <important, laughs> Dr. But Devin.
1: Yeah, Devin has uh of course everybody's been been
2: uh Everybody knows who they <laughs> Yeah, who do you all have paired up with? Uh, get this. <laughs> uh no, here's my here was my plan and it worked to perfection. I love when a plan comes comes to fruition. Okay. I specifically had jason's second package sent to my house not to jason's house because i knew i would have to mail it which means i would have to mail my gift recipient package and and i did it last year i was a dick i was woefully late last year i think my person got theirs in january the end of i'm I'm serious that's not why you were a dick well no but still and so this year, I planned accordingly, and I got both of my packages out the beginning of this week. So my person will have theirs for Christmas. Oh, who is your person? Cellar Door. Nice. And do you A-T- know who has
3: you,
1: Vince?
2: Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Johnny.
1: Johnny, no prize. Stephen. Yep. Oh, no way. Yep. <laughs> oh, He's so awesome. awesome.
2: And you know what In he also... Package. He also sent me a Christmas card. Yes. He, which he I Oh, you know what? I Shout out to him.
3: him. He did send me a Christmas card as well. Thank you for reminding me. Yes. Thank you, Steve. Mm-hmm.
1: I got, uh, we, we got his the other day and, uh, Gordy's came today. Yeah. Thank you for that too. Thank
3: you, Gordo. I got that today oh, too. Yep. Yeah. I forgot to reply to Gordo. He Good sent job. me Don't or,
1: No, sense. no, I, I got you.
3: So David, who are you, uh-huh. who are you exchanging with or who do you uh-huh. get from and who you give to?
1: I, I get from Mr. Pat man. and, uh, he was, um, he could give you paper. He, no, no. Actually, yeah, when he, when he saw that he had me, he goes, well, I, I guess I, I'm not going to be sending this, this stack of paper I have next to me here. But, um, we were going back and forth on the PMs and, uh, um, I was throwing some ideas at him and, and I'm looking forward to it because he, he, he says he also, he also draws. So uh, there'll be something, um, personal in there as well. So I'm, I'm mm. stoked for that.
2: Oh, uh, that's
1: awesome. The person I'm giving to it's a pain in the ass because I have to walk all the way over to the admin building to find out what Frankie wants. (laughs) Yeah, I do. So, and I'm lucky because, uh, he works next week. He works until the 24th. Like I do next week. So I, I, at least, uh, I have a few days to, um, get everything together and, and over head over there to give to him. And, and, He's like, oh, you know, whatever the cats throw off the shelf, you can just, you know, you can throw in a box and, and, you know, it's like, whatever. So he's, he's, he's really easy. And I know that there are some things that because his, um, he enjoys both, he enjoys the big two, but he, uh, <laughs> I don't know why, what these two cats are talking about. He enjoys the big two. And, uh, even though he leans more towards, uh, DC, the poor dude. So I have some things that I'll be able to, um, Seriously? find for him that, uh, I think he'll like. So yeah, it's, um,
2: he put be- with a
1: name like the Dildonator, what more do you need? <laughs> that's true. You're right. Um but well we have to keep it clean though, because you know he's got the got got his son at home and and uh I don't know how much Allegra puts up with. So um that's who well, I have. And uh who, what about you, Jason?
3: You didn't tell us who you're getting from.
1: Yeah, did yeah. Pat Mullman.
3: Oh, you did, you mole threw man, it off. sorry. Man. Yeah, yeah, mole man. Okay. Um, I am receiving from Mario. Nice. <laughs> Maybe he'll send me a cop killer badge or something. <laughs> oh my God. And, uh, I am giving to <laughs> Mr. Poser do.
1: Oh, nice. Cool. So yeah,
2: pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> You just can't let go. It's amazing. Shit. All right. I guess we're done. <laughs> i, think that's, I think that's the way like Bob
3: Dylan over here. Uh, I love Bob Dylan. makes
2: one of us. How could you not love he Bob Dylan? He. Let me count the ways. All yeah, right. Uh, uh. You Want know, some Mandy's, Pop. We'll be back here next week. We hope you join us after all this. And uh David loves you so much. Take a night, David. Good night, David. Again. And if you're, you're, you're. Oh my uh, God. Is it no, so if you're it's celebrating it's Hanukkah, have a oh, good. one. Yes, enjoy.
1: That's enjoy true. Festival of Lights.
3: Right. What's it, David? Goodnight. All about that nice.
1: Oh my God, Renee cannot get enough of that goddamn song. I had to. um I had to I was looking at iTunes and Amazon to see if they both had it, and I ended up getting it at Amazon so I could just throw it in my prime library add it to the Holadap playlist, and now the echo plays they come home
2: you do not call it the Holadap
0: playlist
1: I have, I have a bunch of different playlists yes that one, it's the, yeah it's the...
0: <laughs>
1: good night because it's not just Christmas music, so it's got to be you know. But yeah. Right. Peace. Tell them you love them.
2: Mostly. Tell them. Tell them.
3: Tell them. Tell them that Uh,
2: Vince loves you. I do.
0: I got you a dog. To go with your bone, I got you a friend So you weren't alone I got you a scream So you wouldn't moan It was never enough It was never enough I guess Never enough You mess It was never enough I guess I got you a key so you had a home. I got you a name so you could be known. I got you swelled up so you could be blown. It was ever so tough. It was never enough, I guess. It was never enough, you mess. Never enough, I guess. Save you some time I gave you a gift So you would be mine I gave you a slap So you could be kind It was...